Don't. <laughs> don't do that bit. Hey, what's up? My name's Kevin. Hi, Jim. No, don't do it. <laughs> don't impersonate our dad, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's good to be back, everybody. Yeah. It's good to be back on the set of two gay guys and a girl in a pizza place. <laughs> Just ready to... Your Chuck Lorre show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Chuck Lorre? Yeah, Chuck Lorre. Chuck it's Lord. My apologies. Yeah, yeah Chuck Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Lord. That's my uh, uh, guy who writes shitty sitcoms for teenage girls. Chuck Lorre. Seven trans women and a kindergartner. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Chuck Lorre. It's me. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the intro. Started, you started I'm like, and Kevin said trans. And I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> You're just punching a clock at this point. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Come on, you just start it. No, you, no, I'm you playing two it of them at the same time. <laughs> just start it. Just go for it. Just do it. Hit it. Hit it. Woo! <laughs> Hold Hell on. Hell yeah. Oh, welcome to the pod. <laughs> click, 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 click. Hell yeah. Okay, it's starting. Ready? Yeah. yeah. It's starting. Hi, Jim Avery. Good to meet you. <laughs> no. Ready? <laughs> okay. Okay. Start well, it. Hold on. All it's, right. It's starting. Okay. Now. Wait. Wow. It's starting now. Jesus Christ. God, they're going to know it. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Ben. Hold on. Ben, you fuck. Stop. How hard what is this? What are you doing? There, there we, we go. go. Okay. Best oh. intro we've done. A feeling of love. Will unleash typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. A good opening bit. That's our that's our cold open. Cold open ass. Yeah. Oh god! They're gonna know I'm dumb. dumb. That was woke saying just getting power fucked. Can you just say something, maybe? Well, I needed that, boys. Yeah. I'm gonna call the cops on your ass right now, dude. One time, <laughs> one fucking time. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah, that's what you say when you get fucked in the Ooh, ass. Man. Uh, welcome to Ranger. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go walk this one off. Hit the showers. Yeah. I have an idea of like, oh, just. Ooh. Yeah. Have every episode intro with uh, Satan saying something, and then the last like ten episodes has just been. Oh, I'm fucking coming right now! Shit, it's me. I'm Satan. Oh, my fucking prostate's getting pushed so hard. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. It's medically too oh, deep, man. but it feels good. Oh, it's so deep, and it's oh, it's oh yeah. All right. Oh, well, hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah. 
<laughs> Welcome to Brain Jail. Uh, I'm Kevin Ting. That's Ben Avery, and Jay Savory is over here. That's it. Hey guys, <laughs> wow, that's so quick. have a good one. Yeah, we're really just trying to sprint through this one. Yeah, uh, if you like the podcast, if you're listening, you're enjoying. Please uh, send emails to brainjailpod at gmail and make sure to uh, review us on iTunes. It's the only way that anybody knows that we fucking exist. How are we going to get canceled if nobody knows we exist? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you guys want to see us on the front of Jezebel.com, make sure to leave us a five-star <laughs> review on iTunes. And that is, I made a vision board about getting canceled this year. Yeah. That's my goal. Oh, I'm I'm ready. I have a big board with Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, yeah. Louis C.K., yeah. um, Spanky from the Little Rascals. I keep using the phrase, those guys, a lot, <laughs> just you know, so mm-hmm. somebody can take it out of context. Mm-hmm. You know, Love those guys. What yeah. do you mean by those guys? You say you people a lot. Yeah, yeah. I say it all the time. <laughs> yeah, Kevin has a magic 88 ball. <laughs> <laughs> that he shakes and it tells him which slur to say on the right. podcast. What's an 80 magic 88? Well, 88 like a Nazi number. Yeah, it's a oh. symbol like Hail Hitler. It looks like two H's. See, I didn't know because I'm such a, a great person. Yeah. Eight balls, H-E eight double ball. Hitler sticks. Ben just has eight balls. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you just clap back at your ass. Wow, got me. <laughs> hey, Kevin. What? I don't actually have eight balls in my mouth. Yeah, I have eight balls up my ass. <laughs> oh, I have a dick in my mouth. <laughs> Same person. So you just can't fucking own. Yeah, you got your ass, dude. Man, the logistics of shoving eight, like four mm. pairs of testicles into your ass. Yeah, Ben's ass looks like one of those uh, pool uh, games. Like when you play pool, but you got to put the quarters in and then mm. eight balls just come out of his ass and yeah. roll down a little track. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people have to use like a protractor on my asshole. To, mm-hmm. to see how many dicks <laughs> and balls they can stick in it. I use they like, have like scientists making measurements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if I want to fuck if I want to fuck Ben from really far across the room, I have to get that little stick with the little outline on it, and then I can put my dick through it. Yeah, I don't even have to look at it. I just I, I use my thumb from a distance, <laughs> and I just kind of I I stick my tongue out the left side of my mouth. I <laughs> wink one eye, and then I I get a measurement of his asshole. Yeah. yeah. Kevin's like Kevin's like one of those guys that uh, have you ever seen someone try to back up a boat into a lake? Yeah, that's how Kevin yeah, fucks. That's how Ke- that's how Ke- <laughs> that's how Kevin fucks. <laughs> People are coming by. They're like, "No, you got to You go left when yeah. you want to go right." No, no. They're like, cross- no, "You're gonna fuck the trailer up." <laughs> Don't tell me how to drive, woman. And then I run into another boat. <laughs> Kevin getting out and staring at a big pussy. Lining it mm-hmm. up and then getting back in and then completely yeah. fucking missing. I imagine Kevin fucking is like literally exactly like trying to back a boat up into a lake. Like there's no difference. Right. He goes too far. And My gets wife the keeps car. going. No, you got it. Just keep going. You got it. No, keep going. You're almost there. Yeah, she's on the dock. And then I'm like, oh, the boat's in the water already. She's like, I wasn't ready. She's like, well, the lake is actually dried, dried up. Mm-hmm. I just lost the head of my vape. Oh, oh really? shit, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, we got to call the podcast off. a bunch of dog shit uh, <laughs> right next to the uh, power cable, the surge protector. Oh, there is a bunch oh, of dog shit down there. Shit. Damn Hell it. Yeah. God damn it. That's, now we podding, baby. That's awesome. <laughs> Emma's been a colossal piece of shit this week. I hope she fucking dies. Hey, can you grab that big pot from behind you, Where? It's right next to the, the turd. It's all the way behind you. I can't even fucking... It's literally as far behind you as possible. God. Hey, Ben, when Kevin gets Alzheimer's, he's going to drop his vape and pick up a dog turd. <laughs> 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 Just smoke. <laughs> what is this flavor? 
I'm having trouble getting a good suction on this turd. Uh, now I can really smell the dog shit, too. God damn it. Well. <laughs> I say we call this one off, boys. Call it <laughs> We've off. we tried our best. Um, do we want to get rid of that shit? Uh, just leave the dog pilot dog shit. I mean, I'm not moving. <laughs> yeah, let's just record around the shit. Yeah. I can't stop looking at it. It's so far underneath the table. It's getting me so hot. <laughs> I think you're just trying to look at my, my toes. No, I'm getting I all think- horny because that, that shit, you know where that shit's been? In a dog's ass? That's right. <laughs> you should tilt your hat. Mm. <laughs> it was in a female dog's ass. Hell yeah. That's Dude, what, that's Emma's, talking about. Emma's hopping the front fence now. The front fence? She's flipping the pot and, Jesus just, and just going. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know what to do Are at you, this point. Was she satisfied with her life? She's happy when she gets out and then, you know. When she gets out. Yeah, and then she, I call her. She comes back like 45 minutes later. What'd yeah. you do when Which Katie is was, a good dog. When Katie was a good dog to me is is you go come here boy and then forty five minutes later they come running back. (laughs) Good girl, (laughs) good girl. What'd you do when Katie was getting out of her cage? Katie, yeah, your fiance. Um, what did I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I would, I you know, I'd hand the guy a couple hundred bucks and uh, he'd be on his way. Yeah, the guy. Yeah. Are you saying Katie was like that retarded kid in Blood Meridian they kept in a cage? Mm-hmm. And you paid a dollar to fuck him. That is in yes. Blood Meridian. <laughs> I feel that's like, a real thing in Blood Meridian. I feel like uh, right there we were playing volleyball, and I just set it up, and you're right by the net. But you, just, <laughs> you stare at the ball until it hits you in the face, right. like, and the ball is actually that Katie? dog shit. Yeah, Katie Cage. Hold on, set me up again. Hey, what are you doing? Fuck Katie? you, Kevin. Ah, now we're talking. We need yeah. an air horn. You set Ben up for a volley, and then he turns around and spikes it back into his own side of the court. <laughs> I, I spike it into my balls. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get pumped up. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see there's Bernie bras now? Bernie bras? Yeah. What's Bernie bras? It's black people that love Bernie. <laughs> Bernie bras. Yeah. Bruh. There's God of over there's, Bernie. This, there's this one guy doing the uh, damn Daniel uh, stance, but, yeah. but he's black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, you mean they had to do it to him? Had to do it to him stance? Yeah, yeah but yeah. The, it's the damn Daniel, right? Where he like it's no, it's the you know I had to do it to him one time. Yeah, one, that guy. One yeah. f- a, a closed fist into an open hand into yeah. an open hand, and then you're standing like this, like had to do it to him one time. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, except instead of the that white kid Daniel, uh, it's a big black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think Danny was probably doing an impression of a, that guy. You oh, know? you think so? Oh, yeah. Most everything is an impression of a cool black dude. Mm-hmm. Almost everything on the internet is some is some white nerd seeing a black guy do something cool. Keyboard Cat was a, a ripping off Ray Charles. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, man. He used to play Ray Charles by extending both of his arms straight and just mm-hmm. banging at the keyboard. Well, that was when Ray didn't have any uh, official fingers. Yeah. He just had arms, and then before they separated his fingers. And his hit song, I Can His Hit the Road, Jack? Yeah. I Can Has. <laughs> I Can Has Hit the Road. <laughs> <laughs> I Can's what they say? That would be hilarious if you found out every, like, like there's a cartoon from the 50s, and it's like Black SpongeBob. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like do we steal everything from black people? Right, right. <laughs> I, I think I think yeah, a lot a lot of has been uh, a lot's been borrowed. Quit, right? well, come on, man! <laughs> you trying to fuck my shit up with my pineapple, my gay ass? 
I'm just trying to be this hot because I'm a, I'm a gay <laughs> Patrick over there, he ain't got no hand, no, no. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing over there. Sponge Daryl. <laughs> I'm going down to the grab. Yeah. And I'm going to flip some hamburgers. Sponge. <laughs> that is an impression that requires no words. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't get on. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to live on a Sandy about to see. Sandy about to catch them cheeks. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Sponge Daryl Low Pants hey, hey, <laughs> was the original name. I know we're I know we're not ready to get serious yet. Yeah, what's up? You guys ever want to fuck Sandy? Oh, all the time, dude. No. She's a hot ass squirrel. Nah, she's got those she, eyes. Yeah, she got some big titties, dude. <laughs> and those eyes that are just like mm-hmm. I love a googly eye. Yeah. you know what I mean, a dude. Googly eye bitch. Like, my bitch get the bends. I put her like, like. Thousand yards under the sea before I fuck my bitch. Dude, then I pull her ass up. Mm-hmm. Those obbies, obbies be <laughs> Yeah, and then I just get in there. It you makes know the what titties mean? bigger. Hell yeah, and the pussy wetter. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Pearl can get it. Pearl? Yeah, yeah. Because you like a big bitch. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Crab's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I fuck that computer bitch. <laughs> Who's the computer bitch? Plankton's gay ass girlfriend. Oh yeah, dude. Plankton is. Uh, uh, Plankton's so fucking. Height, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, let's not make it gay, dude. On, honestly, yeah, though, me with that dude. Shit. Honestly, no, Mrs. Puff can get it though. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> who's Mrs. Puff? I don't know. Can I ask you his though, boat instructor? Can I ask you? And I kind of mean this seriously. Is Mr. Crab supposed to be black in the show? I think he's supposed to be Jewish. I think he's supposed to be a crab. No, they wouldn't give him that. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin has a point. I mean, they no, didn't they, name him Mr. Krabs. They wouldn't give him that voice if he was Jewish, though. What about if you're like, oh, yeah, Mr. Krabs, I run you, the Krusty Krab. What, what if you're his, a guy that's his voice again? He it's has. Like, oh, sorry, go ahead. His voice is like, hey, what's up, Jack? It's me, Mr. Krabs. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Well, he's Bubba. Al Green. <laughs> he's Al Green. He's like, I love money. <laughs> I'm fucking it. I like the idea of SpongeBob a, memes. a guy who secretly has crabs and then is watching SpongeBob. With his kids, and okay, then, and then uh, when Mr. Krabs comes on the TV, he's like, "Why are these guys making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> we can't watch this, kids." Uh, Squidward, goddammit! <laughs> goddammit, Squidward! Goddammit, Squidward! <laughs> you, be, yo, better wash your ass. What he's red fox? Because he's now? a sponge. He's like, you gotta wash your ass. Yeah, take SpongeBob and, and go wash your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Rick, okay. Rick Foss. Rick. Rick. Sorry. Red. Red Fox. <laughs> Were you about to say Rick Fox, the Laker player? Red Rocks. Red Robin. <laughs> Rick Ross. Red Lobster. Yeah. Red what Fox? about what about Rick Fox or Red Red Fox? Red Fox? God damn. Pardon it. me. Pardon my French. Red Fox. Um. Uh, I'm just imagining Red Fox like doing stand up in this day and age, and he's just like he's like a hype beast. Okay, he's wearing a SpongeBob shirt. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he's got <laughs> yeah. he's got skinny pants yeah. on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn it, he's got one of those surgical masks, but it's cool for some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, you get it. Yeah, like he's in, he's in BTS. I like those guys, those mo- like motorcycles. That's the K pop band, right? With, uh, I don't know. I don't know anything K pop. I refuse to get into K pop. Huh. For a very specific reason. Why? Because of the K. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Call me when it's uh, KKK pop, folks. Come on. <laughs> folks. 
It took you that long to get it. No, I got it. Okay. I was just trying to hold hold the face. Mm. I was trying to play the straight man, but it's so hard. Because <laughs> I'm fucking gay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to take a dick in my ass. What? It, what? <laughs> yeah, we can't do this. <laughs> I'm I'm sponge gay. Uh, I'm sponge gay. Hold on. More like sponge bobbing nope. on this dick. Babe. No, give oh, there, we there, there, we there we go. There we go. Yeah, shit. Sponge sponge knob could be another one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man. Sponge. Is it sponge knob gay pants? Yeah, man. That's what it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what it is. Well, uh, Jace, I'm so glad that you're not dead. Uh, <laughs> Jace was sick as fuck. He was having fever dreams. Yeah. He rewrote Mein Kampf in, in, <laughs> old, in Hebrew. Uh, I mean, he's had, he's had one hell of a weekend. Yeah. Um, we thought we thought you had the coronavirus. I thought I did too for a second. I got really really sick uh, and just kind of spent all Saturday like kind of just like in a fever dreamy type of thing. Did you jack off? No, it would it literally would have killed me if I jerked <laughs> off. Like I literally, I was that hot. If I jerked off, I would have got so dehydrated. Yeah. dehydrated, I would have died. That shit's hot though. <laughs> Dying. A guy with a straight up hundred and four fever just jerking off. Yeah, that's my version of the belt choke sex thing. Is I just get a real bad fever and then mm-hmm. weekly jerk off, Hell and my yeah. dick can't even get hard because I'm so sick. Yeah, I'll eat human shit just to make me sick. <laughs> So that when I, I jack off, because it's just it's that another level of high, right? You know what I mean, because you want to be safe. You don't want to do that belt choke sex thing. No, that's yeah. that's gross. Yeah, those are deviants. I feel like I could figure that out and not like make it safe. You know, like would, I wouldn't. You would figure out how to not make. It, I would how figure. To make out, it not I would safe? figure out how to make it safe because they just put a belt in a door and just start jerking off with it around their neck. Oh, it's a hundred percent easy to do. You just uh, well, the first solution is you fucking don't. <laughs> Uh, the second solution is put a notch on your goddamn belt so that it can't go beyond a certain, you know what I mean? What do you mean? Like if your neck is, I don't know, uh, uh, 12 inches around or whatever. No, that's not. Let me write this down. (laughs) That's not what happens. I think is what happens. They put the belt around their neck, Mm -hmm. you know, like the, they put in the buckle, put in a loop and put it around their neck. And then they put that in a door jam at the top of the door jam. Yeah. And then they lean against it till they're like choking. Right. And they start jerking off. But some people go too far. They black out. So they're just, they fall against the strap. Yeah. So the strap is like still cutting off their circulation and they just die because they're blacked out. They don't actually wake up from it and just Excuse stand me, up. What'd you just say? They die. Because why? No, they blacked out. <laughs> My apologies. You have a problem. Dude. They SpongeBob out. Yeah. Jason. <laughs> Jason. I figured out. If you have a notch in your belt, you can do autoerotic asphyxiation, Jason. Then you can't die. I heard it on brain jail. Come on, let's go do it real quick. I will say, if you do want, Jason? To, if you want to do it, you just all you would have to do is just put it on like the doorknob and then lean forward. You know yeah, but I mean? then you're on your knees and that's gay. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Also, you could just pay someone to choke you. You could do that. Well, I mean, I would rather not. Do, I'm already jerk. I just pay somebody to jerk me off. Then you know. I'm not going to pay somebody to watch me jerk off. What a loser I am. Well, they could just do it yeah, like you Louis CK. So what you I have them turned around. What I think is while they choke. Here's my solution is like, let's say you take like a piece of metal like that. Just hanging down from the roof. Uh, okay. I'm there. You, you see what I'm <laughs> hold on. Okay. I'm mentally there. All right. You you loop the belt around the top of that and yeah. you just hold it in place with one hand. 
That way, if you black out, you'll let go of it with one hand, and then you'll just fall to the ground and can start breathing while you're passed out. I think people do it for yeah. so long, though, they really want like a, a laid-back method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just get lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm laid back. Right. Dude, I'm kind of laid back. <laughs> I'm a real, I'm a California yeah. dude. I'm a SoCal you know, guy. I just love, after a hard day of work, I get home. Drink a couple Coronas, throw mm. the game on, mm-hmm. put a belt around my neck and choke myself until I black out. <laughs> I'm mean, just a simple guy. I think it's, I mean, I don't know if you were sitting down though, like you could, well, let's try it out. Let's see. Jace, you want to start jerking I don't want to do well. I don't want to jerk off while I'm sitting down. My tummy will look too big. It'll throw me off my game. Hmm. I want to be stretched out. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, I rise from the crowd. Right. If I'll you, jack off. <laughs> Gas from the. <gasps> I'll be the one that. No, honey, no. No. I must be the one who jacks off because it's going to feel really, really good this time. Mary, listen, it's for the community. It's in the Hunger Games. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I volunteer as Jack off tribute. Yeah. <laughs> Um, More uh, like the horny game, folks. Like yeah. somebody, I all those type of movies with those type of premises is like somebody can't just be like, hey, you know, we don't have to do this. Hey, let's not. Let's. How about no? Well, I mean, that's you know, in in your ideal world, Kevin, that would have been a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just over in two minutes. Some guy, no, yeah, this is dumb. Right? Why not have a movie where things don't happen? <laughs> yeah, it's like also the Hunger Games. It's like that's already going on in Africa. Right. <laughs> Why and not? it's not a game to them. Right. It's you're their like, life. You're like, Steven, I love the script for Jaws. Here's my thing. What if they just never go in the water again? Hey, Steven, what if Jaws <laughs> becomes a nice shot? <laughs> what if they take Jaws to sensitivity training? Right. And maybe Holy shit. Out, Guys, be nice. we could be famous Vine stars with these ideas. <laughs> because, okay, hear me out. Here's the title of the video. Okay. Jaws, if everybody on the island had common sense, okay. is the caption. Right. And then... And then you just walk and you go, hey, that girl got ate by a shark. And then the sheriff stands up and he goes, then no one will ever go in the water again. And then just cut to the end credits. And we get 55 million fucking followers. Right. And yeah. we make billions of dollars. Right. Yeah, that would be pretty great. And you could you could Who's just. Down? Oh, you could Vine's do the nene over. for money. Vine's over. Yeah, Vine's gone. TikTok's. <laughs> yeah, I know. Damn it. TikTok's the new Vine. Oh, man. I have a really good Jay-Z impression I've been working on. I know. I'm sorry. Dude. Damn it. I thought I was going to be a famous comedian. Yeah, I was, uh, I've got this really good Christopher Walken bit that I wanted to do on it. Damn, dude. I know. You could have killed with that. I know. I blew it. Fuck. That movie was weird because in Jaws, the, the, like, the mayor was like, well, we're <laughs> it's just a swimming town, okay? Yeah. They're like, uh, Sheriff, oh, there's a shark. He's huge. He's, he's eating people. <laughs> look, look. We if look. I don't see the yogurt shop packed with people this summer, <laughs> then I will kill everyone. Look, right. my town, we're swimming in my town, okay? And they're like, but Sheriff, there's acid in the ocean. Right. People's skin is melting off their bones. Yeah, but what, but what if you look at a gross domestic product on this beach? Right. We're crushing it. The real yeah. subplot of the movie was the sheriff was just really horny. And he just wanted to see people go to the beach. Yeah, he's yeah. a pedophile. Oh, he's yeah. just trying to get his red wings. Right, yeah. Red wings? What's red wings? When you go down at a woman who's on her period. 
Oh my God! Jesus, Christ. Jesus Christ! Holy crow! I hate you guys. So I don't want to take the much. Lord's name my in vain. But yeah. Fuck you guys! <laughs> no, why not do even... you just call that the Joker? By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Red Wings. <laughs> that's you've never heard. Yeah, Red Wings. No, I'd actually never have it. That it kind of shocked me. That would be funny if that's how the Joker got his scars, <laughs> dude. You know what I got? I got the fucking brown wings. <laughs> I, I go to, I, I eat a woman's ass as she's taking a shit. What are you, Brian Redband? <laughs> That's a real story. He told that story on uh, your mom's house where he was eating. Oh, that some sounds so good. Ass and. <laughs> She shit in his mouth. Took a whole shit. Yeah, like start and finish. Yeah, whole shit. And he didn't. He didn't close his mouth because he was. He was about to come. W- would you eat a woman's turd for like? No. Yes. Really, no amount of money. I'm not eating shit unless it's in a bit. Then I'll do it. You want to eat free. a shit? You want to eat a shit for a trillion dollars? <sighs> what if it was Obama's shit? Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. How much is would it cost me? Uh, <laughs> Your freedom. If uh, I could hit, if I could, uh, if I could eat Hillary Clinton's shit, I would be fucking. Not for a billion dollars, I want to do that. No, I would be so down, dude. She's such a great. You know her shit leader. has like bones in it, like she's an owl or something. <laughs> she shits out little balls with mouse bones in it. Bones, babies, birds. Yeah, exactly. Game Boy advances. You find a teeth. She just shits teeth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fucking bitch. Yeah, I love. I'd love to titty fuck her to death. <laughs> Would it be great if she fucking killed herself or something? Yeah, that'd be cool if Hillary Clinton actually really died for real and not in a bit. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to kill her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And this is not a bit, by the way. Ben is going to for real kill former presidential nominee Hillary Rodham Clinton for Mm -hmm. real. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't ever <laughs> kill. Her. I, w- I wouldn't kill her. She's done a lot for the female narrative in this country. Yeah, I think she's awesome. She's very pretty. Hey, she has a know- crack in her skull, which gives her seizures. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, I remember she like has a. I think she has like a little crack in her skull. I don't know if I just this is something from Stormfront. She's a woman of the you people. Read Stormfront, Jesus. Christ. No, I'm saying like just something that leaked onto the internet. I think is real now. Um, she carries hot sauce in her purse. That you is true. That? Yeah, really. Yeah, she's so down to earth. Mm-hmm. Not like uh, Bernie carrying fucking mayonnaise in his purse. Yeah, fucking Bernie never played Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> fucking loser. It is pretty fun that he's actually might win the nomination. I mean, they are going to kill him. I think. Yeah. They're going to assassinate Bernie. Yeah. yeah. Trump's going to kill him. Yeah. Trump's going to put him in a headlock, dude. Yeah. First debate. Yeah. Give Trump, him a wedgie. Trump's going to KO him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An old one, two, right on the debate stage. He's going to razor Ramon him. He's well, going to do the razor's edge on him. Honestly, what would happen if Trump had like a manic breakdown and killed the Bernie? He'd probably still win. I mean, he said it before. He could do it. But like with executive. <laughs> Did he say he could do it? He said he could kill somebody in a public. Street, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue or whatever. Like yeah. with executive orders, could he just kill someone that's running for president and then like exonerate himself? Well, that's the argument. I they did ma- it. I'm okay. I forgive me. That's the argument they make is when <laughs> I'm not guilty. <laughs> he dresses up as the judge and then runs around the court and then and then sits oh, up doing in the all the parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he's Robin Williams. Mm. <laughs> he's all of the Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. Order in the court. Order in the court. Uh, the defense can speak. Oh yeah, I didn't do it. It was I didn't do it at all. 
Uh, prosecutor, you have anything to say? Uh, yeah, he did it. Oh, no, but, he, but then he said he didn't, so he probably didn't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> we find the president, myself, Donald J. Trump. John, Donald J. Trump? Donald J. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Not guilty. Donald J. Trump, how do you feel about, or I'm sorry, how do I feel about uh, getting off scot-free? Well, as Donald Trump, I just got to say uh, that... Uh, uh, I'm the fucking greatest, and uh, fuck you guys. Uh, I just have to say, yes, I, I, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> it's me, Donald uh, J. Trump. I'm, I'm Donald Trump. Has anyone done this before? Uh, what? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hey, hey, this is this is Trump back at the Miss America in Russia in 2012. Okay, go in, for in it. In that hotel. All right. Are you drinking my pee? <laughs> Are you drinking my pee? Well, I'm the only one queer. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's my SNL audition. Yeah, yeah. I did in front of Lorne Michaels. Okay, this was uh, Donald Trump at the MTV Music Awards. Okay, okay I'm going to let you finish, but I just want to say Beyonce had one of the greatest albums of all time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's, here's mine. Ready? Okay. okay. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> 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 By the way, Mike Myers' reaction to that moment is a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah, it's so great. Uh, 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 please send your money. Uh, right. <laughs> like, he almost he almost just started doing Shrek voice. Right. Yeah. And, and Kanye would have followed by doing Donkey. Yeah, he, called, on the air. <laughs> he calls Kanye Donkey. <laughs> Shut up, Donkey. Why don't you get away from me, Donkey? <laughs> don't what you mean get away from you? George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making waffles. I'm making waffles. For the people of Katrina. <laughs> oh, my God. George Bush. Hey, for real, though? Oh, for yeah, real, sorry. though? What? Can we get real for a second? Yeah, Please. break it down. George Bush does not care about black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's bad. Unless they're fucking rich. Then he cares about While them. we're on the yeah. subject, I'm just going to say... Ronald Reagan was not good. Yeah. Oh, he was bad, actually. Yeah, he was bad. Fuck him, honestly. He had bitch tits. Yeah. You know who was good, though? Joseph Stalin. (laughs) (laughs) He was dope. (laughs) Great ideas. Uh, I love Marxism. Yeah. Stalin Um, went like savage mode. mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Reagan is the devil. Mm -hmm. And uh, Karl Marx is dope as fuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 That's right. Mm-hmm. Carl's Mark, Carl Marx was an okay guy, right? I think from no. I think he was just like an alcoholic. He didn't want to. He didn't see the point to doing anything. Yeah, he when, did look like a gamer. To be fair, when the Marx yeah. brothers uh, broke up, he didn't know what to do with them. <laughs> All right, go ahead. And, hey, thank you. Oh, you high five, Kevin. I high five, Kevin. So he went uh, backflip out of the garage <laughs> <laughs> through a window. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, oh man. Have you guys been listening to silly music lately? Well, define silly music. I've been Rap? listening. I've been listening to uh, uh, trap remixes of "Oops, I Did It Again." <laughs> okay, that's silly music, which has been making me laugh really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops, I. <laughs> All right, Michael Winslow. <laughs> Got lost. In this simple game, yeah. 
Speaking of which, uh, Brain Jails, we're going to go to an EDM concert. Yeah, we decided uh, that. We're yeah. going to straight get lit up. Kevin on, looked on at Molly, me dead dude. serious upstairs. He said, dude, for real, we should take Molly and go to an EDM festival. <laughs> no hint of irony in his voice. Well, you whatsoever. were watching it and you were like, do people really do? There's literally a crowd of like 50,000 people. Here's the thing. If I saw a crowd of a thousand people, that makes sense. Yeah. This, that's a fucking city yeah. surrounding a guy on a table yes. with a, a thing he's spinning. Yeah, not even that. He's, he's usually just pressing buttons or hitting like a, a pad, and know, it, like and an is, 808 pad. And let me ask you this. Yeah. Is that fake? What? Is it all pre-recorded? Dude, everything's fake. Not not all. I mean, some yeah. of them are, but yeah, not all. It just depends on the guy. No, well, the one, my favorite guy, he has, uh, he has uh, uh, Sony Discman. Uh, with uh, that's kind of cool. Twelve seconds of shock resist, so you can pound on the table for twelve seconds before mm-hmm. it skips. Did you guys remember that shit? No, yeah. I think that was before my time. God, you guys are fucking. No, I remember that. Fucking <laughs> losers. I remember that. You don't even know about the shock. <laughs> I remember that. You don't remember. Shit. I remember it. I want a big. Uh, I remember. I want a big boombox and a dare program one time. Did you really? I wrote an essay about how it's uh, it's whack to do drugs. <laughs> yeah. And they they gave me the choice of a bike or a boombox, and I was a little fat kid, so I chose the boombox because I didn't want to ride a bike anywhere. Did you try to ride the boombox? Yeah, and I tried to ride. The, I smashed it immediately because I was a little fat kid. Yeah, yeah. I do like the uh, of the boombox. It's a good look, like just as an accessory. The only guys I see with a boombox still are the guys on the uh, the little hoverboard things. Yeah, those guys will ride around with a boombox on them, smoking blunts. Yeah, or, or like Hollywood blow up, like a, like a like a Dre like boombox type thing, like a pill or something. Mm. I see that all the time. Your life coach, <laughs> my life coach. I feel like that you're like you would in at some point in the next five years. You're like guys, I'm a fucking boombox hoverboard guy. <laughs> I started smoking these CBD blunts because you guys were talking about that on the last one. You're like, yeah. oh, dude, I just, by the way, your goals are so low. You're like, I, I just want to be able to smoke CBD blunts every day. I'm mm-hmm. like, this could be a reality mm-hmm. tonight. <laughs> we could af- make this happen. I can't afford it, dude. That's like an extra $9,000 a day. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking the, like top shelf CBD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, wait, what Ben likes to do, he'll find a, a whole farm full of marijuana and then he just goes through the fields with his eyes closed mm-hmm. and he just delicately brushes again like in the gladiator when he's dead. And yeah, he's, the grass. <laughs> the grass. The tall wheat. Yeah. Yeah, and the music, the... <laughs> the- the Black Hawk Down music. Yeah, yeah, it's playing, and then he finds a single bud, and he stops in the field, and then rolls that shit into a blunt, and then rolls out of there on his hoverboard with the boombox on his shoulders. Yeah, that'd be a good look for you. Yeah, I think I should do that. Why not? I can't. I honestly, Kevin, can't really say why not. Yeah, you know, a lot of people ask why. I ask why not. When I see, wait, I asked why not. No, I did. Well, hold on. I, <laughs> What you did too, though. You did too. I said do it. But hold on. I even created a scenario. Still, some people just ask why. Yeah. We, <laughs> me and I, you, Kevin, yeah, yeah. ask why not? Why not? Right. Why the fuck not? Why not become boombox guys on Hollywood Boulevard? Yeah. Why not kill Hillary Clinton? Why not? Why not? <laughs> why, not? <laughs> why not take an entire sheet of acid and load a 44 Magnum <laughs> and fly to Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Um, and... It, 
and I can't. I mean, if I say it out loud, it's, no, it's it's okay. It's not a bit. Just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's we, not a bit, so it's fine. We should genuinely try to fuck Melania, all three of us. Oh yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> gangbang. What's that movie where he holds the boo box over his head? Oh, say anything. We should say anything, Melania, right. at the fucking White House. Mm-hmm. Wait, just you playing say, Estonia EDM music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you say I could say? Anything? No, not in, not anything. <laughs> yeah, I think I've made this joke before, but you're holding the boombox, blaring Ben Shapiro into a lady's room. <laughs> it's just like Peter Gabriel's "Your Eyes, My I'm Complete," and then Ben just like, "See, the 13 percent of the population, and it's 50 percent of the crimes." <laughs> and this is just a t- people are yelling at you from their windows. Your eyes. I am complete statistics. <laughs> the bell curve. It's it all so statistics. <laughs> yeah, your eyes. That. My sister's got huge tits. Your eyes. You're wearing that long trench coat, but it's just to hide your semi-automatic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you could, if you got one chance to hit on Milan Lons, what would you do? Mm, let me hold on. Let me let me go there mentally. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm there. There, you're in front of her. Okay, okay. And what is what's the scenario? Is she like at dinner or something? Well, Donald Trump loves you, and he tells Melania that you're the best fucker. <laughs> okay, so Donald Trump is like, this is my this is my very dear friend Ben Avery. Huge cock. He has a he has a massive hog on him. <laughs> one beautiful vein wrapped around it. <laughs> Melania, <laughs> Melania, put 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 down. Put down your oyster fork Melania, for a second. You got to see the you, hue you, of blue on this guy's dick. You got to see this guy's cock. Beautiful hey, thing. Listen, Ben, no, you can take your cock out. I'm the president. Nothing's going to happen to you. Just, <laughs> just take out your nice pretty pecker there. Put it right on the table. Melania, look at that. Look at that beautiful boy's cock. <laughs> no, 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 ben, don't, you don't have to start jacking up. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. No, ben, no, no, you don't have to piss. Either. You don't have to. Don't listen, piss on the table. Listen, ben. show my artistic boy your cock. I want my autistic son to see it. Bar- Baron's rubbing it. Yeah, Baron. Like a, like a, like Baron, a, he's petting it like a cat. Baron, Baron, you're petting it the wrong way. Pet it with the grain. With the grain, Baron. He's petting it like a retarded kid pets a dog. <laughs> Going against the fur. Getting it all fucked up. Baron, Baron, put, it down, put, down your, put down your Nintendo Switch for a second and rub Ben's cock. Rub it the right way, though. Joe Biden walks in. He's like, Listen here, Jack. I knew a guy named Frankie down the street. He used to pet a cock, but he'd pet it the other way against the grain. You know what he's doing now? He's in the coal mines. Right. That guy. Boop, boop, boop. We used to hang black people upside down from trees Joe, in the middle of the. Joe, why are you molesting that young girl right now? I love every speech of Joe Biden where they're like, you won't believe what Joe Biden said. And then you watch the video of it. And it's also he's like molesting a 12 year old girl in every single one of them. He's braiding all the girl's hair like that one where he's talking about the pool. You know which one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, where he's yeah. like, little girl, kids will come up and rub and rub my hair the wrong way and say they got roaches on them. And he's like, literally, like, there's a 12 year old girl sitting in his lap, like yeah. while he's saying the entire thing. There's a 25 year old woman sitting in his lap. Mm-hmm. He's like, come sit on Joey's lap. Yeah, no, like a fucking 12 year old. He yeah. wants to fuck kids, man. <clears throat> well, he sure is affectionate. Yeah. Uh, Did you see him reply to Tom Steyer in the debate? No. Where Tom Steyer was like, no, we. I know I had private prisons or whatever, but. Uh, you know, we we uh, shut those down uh, at this juncture or whatever. It says something like that. And Joe Biden goes, uh, where I come from, uh, Buster, that's called Tommy come lately. <laughs> Tommy come, li- which 
first of all, the only phrase I've heard close to that is Tommy want wingy. <laughs> so I don't know if he watched Tommy boy right. and mixed stuff up, but thinks it had something well, else to do it, with another thing. Johnny come lately is a thing. He said Tommy come lately. Yeah. Oh, he was trying. You know what it is? He was trying to do Johnny come lately, but making about Tom Steyer, but he just said Tommy come lately. Oh, Tom Steyer come lately. No, yeah, but it still sucks ass. That's what Joe Biden says to his retarded son who's locked in the closet. His mm-hmm. name is Tom. Mm-hmm. He's opens it up and he goes, hey, Tommy come lately? <laughs> <clears throat> no, dad. And then he just <gasps> You did the voice. <laughs> was a pretend person. Oh, that's fair. That's true. That's true. He does have a retarded son, though. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, named Tom. Yeah, his name's Kevin Tinkin. <laughs> James? Yeah, Kevin James Tinkin. <sighs> That'd be dope. I'd love to be Joe Biden's retarded son. I just need some cash. I just need a few <laughs> bucks. <laughs> hey, Joey. Okay, I still call my dad Joey. Yeah. Give me some, some duck. Your dad is Joey Herman. <laughs> the comedian. Nobody Person nobody knows, Joey Herman, yes. A guy like th- like three people have met, I'm referencing. Mm-hmm. But how funny is that guy for real, though? Yeah, he is funny. We talked about him in the last podcast. So funny. Always so sweaty. I told you one time, he, he, after the mic, he tried to give me a handshake, and it literally, like, he hit my hand, and sweat flew in the other direction from when his hand was flying. <laughs> That's how fucking sweat. Like, it was like, what? Man. It's fucked up. That yeah. guy, I'm pretty sure he would just wear Hawaiian shirts that he would get at like, like that would come in a kit at a costume shop. Yeah. Bought, like that's the kind of shirts he wore. He bought the pedophile costume package at the Halloween store. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's where he got his clothes <laughs> <Yeah>. from. <laughs> you see him. He's wearing a big Dracula cape one day. Yeah. He buys all his clothes from the Halloween store. Pretty sure he had a kid. Yeah, a lot of a lot of weird people do. He said he got someone pregnant at uh, some festival, hmm. and then I'm telling gathering you, gathering of the juggalos, the magic of EDM, bro. <laughs> are you are you being a hundred percent serious when you say we should take Molly at an EDM festival? Yeah, really? Yeah, why not? It's fucking experience, bro. Just have a good time. I'd like to take Molly at a band I like. I'm down for that. Yeah, that that works. I mean. Yeah. I just relapse immediately on Molly. I just wow. start doing like beer bongs, taking shots. Like I, I mean, I don't. I, th- I think it's a different. Uh, I don't. It's a different experience of being drunk. You know. I yeah, but I shouldn't be doing drugs. I don't know. I, I still don't think you're an alcoholic. I think you should have a drink tonight. <laughs> I mean, when you say Kevin, I'm an alcoholic. I can't have just one drink. All I hear is, Hey, Kevin, I'm a little bitch. Mm-hmm. That's all I hear. And Kevin has like, some good points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I say. I say have a fucking uh, beer and do a couple of shots. Let's go take a couple of let's let's take the uh, the car out for a spin. We could get some old used beer cans. Yeah, come on. You're getting, you're getting married soon, man. <clears throat> yeah, this is your last chance. Bro. Your last chance to get a DUI. You're getting <laughs> married. Chance, dude. Come on. That's for your bachelor party. Instead of a strip club, I'm just getting you drunk and getting you behind the wheel of an ATV. <laughs> <laughs> just setting you loose in downtown Austin. <laughs> and surprise, I've planted a gun on you you don't know about. Yeah. Am I just riding? I'm just, if I got fucked up again and you did that to me, like I would... I would just think I'm in the place beyond the pines and I would just be like riding a, an off-road dirt bike through the streets of Austin. Right. Just like robbing banks. You're playing with a switchblade in the dirt yeah, somewhere. Playing with a butterfly knife. Yeah. That'd be oh. good shit. I, I, I mean, yeah, I did. My, I am of the philosophy of 
I won't not do something because it's not cool. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'll I'll do like just because it's lame to do Molly doesn't mean you should do it. Shouldn't do it. I mean, I not, <laughs> not exactly the wording I would use, but yeah, I mean, like I I would be down to go to a. I mean, I would be down to go to Burning Man or Coachella or any of these. Would part bullshit. of you feel stupid if you were at it, standing at an EDM festival on Molly? Not with. I you think guys. you would feel stupid if you weren't on Molly at an EDM festival. Yeah. I think that's part of the experience. Oh, okay. And that's the other thing too is like if you're there with your buddies, you can you know stand around and talk shit about everybody mm. and how they're dumb, but we're good. Would that be better than staying at home and watching uncut gems? Hmm. Yes. It's an experience. Plus, Ben, I know this is the biggest obstacle for you is that you'd have to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it would be good for you. Yeah, I don't like leaving the house. I saw Ben at it's the comedy our, store. because of, of our neighbors. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I'm afraid to leave. Yeah, I unfortunately know exactly what you mean. You know what I mean. Yes. Um, yeah. I saw Ben at the comedy the store. The... All right. <laughs> And to the right is the. Woo-hoo. Are they going to make a gong noise? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Ben at the comedy store last night. I was so stoked because I was like, "Oh, Ben's out of the house. We're going to hang out." And then I like you know I'm like never dude. home. And uh, yeah, I, I'm fucking with you. Oh, man. okay. Chill go out. On, go on. And I was like, "We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna hang. We're gonna." Well, it's hang a weird out. bit to do if I'm never home, and then you're like, "You're always home." Yeah, it's a weird bit. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Do the uh, let's just fuck each other in the ass. Again. No, no, co- continue with the, continue, continue. You saw me last night. It doesn't matter. You didn't want to hang out because you were sleeping in the green room at the comedy store. Oh yeah, I was. Yeah, too cool for school, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I literally just gotta took, go. Gotta go in the green room and pretend to go to sleep. I, I mean, I literally lay down and took a nap, and then William Montgomery walked in like, "Oh hey," <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, good stuff, man. That was great. That was great." <laughs> William's like, uh, do you think that joke about me saying I had a sock in my vagina is good? I'm like, I liked it. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm a big fan of your stuff. I really am. I think he's super funny. Yeah, William's great. Yeah. Do you see him bring his parents up on stage on Kill Tony? Yeah. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, good stuff. Good times. Tim said he looks like a, an accomplished racist. <laughs> <laughs> like in a different time, you yeah, would have an accomplished racist. The racist about town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and William was like, thank you so much. <laughs> Got a seersucker suit on. Yeah. Sweaty as shit. Yeah. Getting a loan from the bank he didn't apply for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The good old days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, he looks like a homeless guy in a barbershop quartet. Yeah, he... Yeah, he... Yeah. Yeah, he he definitely he has red hair. Yeah, he does. He has a beard. He has a he has a two eyes. Hell yeah, dude! Okay, Whew. fuck. Yeah, good one. Never seen him before, so I don't <laughs> really know what we're doing here. I'm just trying to just trying to pretend I'm in the know here. Oh yeah, <laughs> he has one foot. No, no so you two fucked feet. it up. I knew ah! the first shit. Okay, I've never met him. So, Jace, are you feeling like better? Uh, I mean, I you? still feel pretty shitty, honestly. Yeah. Have, have you been going to work? Yeah, I've been going to work. I have to. My ninety days are like up today. Hell and yeah. uh, what's the ninety days? It's like in a in a regular job, you have to go ninety days to be an official employee. You just she, show she up in a wife beater with holes in it, just eating uh, nachos. Yeah, with the your day hands. after I get approved, I just show up <laughs> smoking a cigarette indoors. <laughs> 
You're yeah. wearing one of those beer hats with the two beers. Mm-hmm. I You're just eating nacho cheese sauce out of a tub. Yeah. I immediately goose a secretary's ass when I walk in. Hell yeah. yeah. She's been asking it for it for all 90 days. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Yeah. You're writing a letter to McDonald's to bring Supersize back. <laughs> <laughs> right. On my computer, full screen, font size 80 comic sans i'm writing the letter <laughs> dear i'm saying it out loud dear mcdonald's the day you took the mcrib witch back was the worst day of my life second only to the passing of my father mm-hmm. in a gator accident you're, you're smoking a bubble pipe <laughs> yeah i'm in a yeah. nazi uniform mm-hmm. you're wearing you're wearing spongebob crocs <laughs> <laughs> I'm loudly playing TikTok videos on my computer. <laughs> yeah, and your desktop screensaver is uh, that that uh, the the skiing squirrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from America's Funniest <laughs> Home Movies. Yeah, I'm trying to talk to people about Faces of Death video I watched. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, no, you see it. It's like a cat eats his eye out, mm-hmm. takes the eye right out, just pops it out. Your your boss comes over. He's like, Chase, what the hell? Where are all your files? He opens up. <laughs> he opens up your desk. It's it's filled with every Captain Underpants book. Right. <laughs> he opens one drawer and it's full of shredded cheese. Just by yeah. <laughs> just laying in the. I have a whole desk full of loose shredded cheese. And then he's yeah. like, "What is this?" And you're like, "Oh, this? Yeah. What? What's it? Why? This is my cheese drawer, man. I get hungry. I'm on keto. <laughs> I'm keto. I'm keto guy. I'm the keto kid, man. Yeah. I did have a a weird incident today, just because I think this podcast has ruined my mind. Uh huh. Fucking um, one of my coworkers just out of nowhere. He goes, uh, he goes, "Hey, Jason, you know Rosa?" And I I wasn't even. Think, did, hold on. Yeah. Can I predict where this goes? Yeah, I think you know where it's going. Yeah. Did you say parks? I did. I Fuck, did it even. Come on, man. I was literally walking and thinking about something else. He goes, do you know Rosa? I go, Rosa Parks. And then he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then luckily, like, everybody laughed. Even the couple black guys thought it was pretty funny. Well, yeah, it's just a name. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, come on, guys. It's February. I'm trying to, you know. They're like, no, the cleaning lady. <laughs> yeah, Rosa Parks. <laughs> we have a cleaning lady named Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, we laughed it off, and I'm fired now. So yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. I, I always do my uh, first day of work. I always do my in, <laughs> inward material <laughs> right up top, and, and then I go, "Black people like this. Right. What is wrong with you guys? Don't know black people. That's the problem." And then they're like, "You're fired." They did find, you know, they found uh, my buddy Tiff, who's a comic, works there too. They found his stand up, and they were playing it on the TV oh, oh, no. in the office for oh, everybody to God. watch. And they said, we're going to play yours next. And I literally, I walked out and I just left. I did. I like left work. That's actually and I probably just sat, a really good I decision. sat in my car for an hour <laughs> and then just went back. And they're like, we didn't play. We don't know. Where'd you go? And they're like, I just, I had to leave. I'm sorry. Yeah. I literally can't be here if you're going to do that. Yeah. They're like, uh, yeah, we saw the thumbnail. You had that dope armband on. We, we wanted to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, if they were fine, I would, my drawings, I'm fired immediately. I wonder. I mean, you you advertise. I mean, all they'd have to do is try. You know, yeah. just like try to be a friend of yours. Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, there, there they are. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think they might like them. Maybe. They're kind of cool or whatever, but, you know. No, you'd yeah. start getting bullied in the office. Yeah, they'd give me a I'm leaning away. over the cubicle. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Jace, do any sad drawings today? 
You fucking nerd. Yeah, nerd. Uh, you would be Dwight and I'd be Jim Halpert. Oh, I'd be Dwight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be the insane guy who has these very weird interests. It would be uh, it would be me, not you. Yeah. I, no, actually, I'd be Andy. Kevin would be Jim. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, rat at that dude. I'd be Stanley. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you can't be Stanley. I'm Stanley and Creed, dude. <sighs> I'd be Mindy Kaling. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley just had like severe Asperger's, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, Stanley was a big fan of Naruto. Yeah. yeah, they get into that. You love Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I'm surprised Mindy Kaling doesn't get in trouble for cultural appropriation of a dumb white bitch. <laughs> Go off, Kay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go off, Kay. She like. You still in our culture. <laughs> I can do a pretty good impression of her. Go for it. Hello, I am Mindy Kaling. Oh, see, that's that. No, wait, no. Hello, I'm, I I love it. it. It would be pleased to. <laughs> it would be pleased of me to advance the rights of women. What? Just because I am an Indian woman does not mean I cannot be American comedian. <laughs> You just fart into the mic. Yeah, that's nice great fart, stuff. dude. Oh, yeah. my God. And then you, you smelled it. Smell then it. you smelled it, dude. You got on to me the other day for sniffing it after. <laughs> Haters going to hate, you know. Hello. I, Hello. I'm American comedian, Mindy Kaling. <laughs> Hello. Did anyone see me in the new drill? Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the new drill. The new drill. I had a guest appearance in the new drill. We're gonna air out this this Jesus Christ. Gonna air out this foam. I'm, I'm <laughs> actually breaker. I'm actually also like not only am I not a very funny. I sorry, my English not so good. <laughs> uh, not only am I not very funny, which I I'm very funny. I'm trying to say that in a, a broken uh, Indian English, <laughs> but I am very funny. But not only am I very funny. But I I am also very hot. <laughs> I am a very hot woman and you should want to fuck me. <laughs> I am a good friend with Lena Dunham, <laughs> who is also a dumb bitch. <laughs> we are both very dumb bitches. Uh, I, I, I feel like we should dedicate the rest of the podcast to you doing that voice. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mindy Kaling Show. <laughs> I'm sitting here today with the guest of Brains at the podcast. It is very pleased of me to have you on the podcast. <laughs> Would you like to ask me, Mindy Kaling, any questions, Kevin or Jace? Nope. <laughs> yeah, can you please stop talking? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that is what most people. That is what most people would like. I am told. I do not know why people want me to stop talking though, because I am very funny American uh, female comedian, Mindy Kaling. <laughs> Uh, she's a dumb bitch, though. Yeah, she's a, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck her, dude. Well, she is basically just, uh, you know, she like, I don't know, she grew up in like, I don't know, Pasadena or something, and then, you know, yeah, just, fucking bitch. Yeah, but if you fucking saw her, you Pasadena would, ass bitch. If you saw her, you would assume she talks the way I do, and that's why you treat her worse. Mm. Oh, okay. I would just treat her worse because she's ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's mean. <laughs> I just base how I treat people on whether or not I want to fuck them. You know why I'm not attracted to her? Why? Not dark enough. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's <laughs> right. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Good Lord. Uh, so, uh, the Chinese. <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, that damn coronavirus. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's a, nothing's going to happen with that. It's all going to be fine. I don't know, man. I'm calling it now. I'm tripping. Nah. Nick uh Nick Nick Oldershaw's tripping too. He was really flipping out about it. We were t- it wasn't flipping out, but he was definitely he was talking about it. He's like, I think this is uh it could be the It thing. has like a one percent fatality rate though. Yeah, but that you know, it's just gonna, like a snowball, bro. I'm kinda like so bored with life. I'm just like, let's just have half of everybody die. That'll be fun. The Thanos snap of a disease. <clears throat> Man, how come these Chinese people be eating bats and shit? <laughs> We have to. I we, can't. You can't do the Indian followed by the black voice. Yeah, we we have to figure then out. And it just becomes your thing. <laughs> this podcast episode is sponsored by Almost Riding a Bike. <laughs> you know how you feel like you could keep going, and then your dad lets go, and then you yeah. fall on your face. Welcome to Brain Jail. Uh, we do we do keep getting a little bit of momentum, and then. Okay. All right. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, yeah, we can't do that. Oh yeah. my god. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a little sick. I feel I feel a little out of it. I, I will say I've I had a weird I've had a, a really weird couple of days. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine called me and told me that the Aryan Nation is trying to kill him. This is not made up. Wait, really? This is a hundred percent. Why the the information that. That Can you was, talk about it? Does, uh, does that guy listen to the podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think no, they're trying to kill him. He was my best. No, I'm friend. saying the people trying to kill him. The, oh, yeah, the maybe. Aryan nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, he, okay. he, he was my best friend growing up, and uh, he's my next door neighbor for a long time. Good friend of mine. And then I, I, you know, we were really close until we were like 13, 14. And then I moved away and he moved away. And so we didn't really see each other and went completely different paths. And I've had a couple of interactions with him, but. Um, yeah, he just reached out and was just like, uh, I need to talk to you right now. Uh-huh. And so we were like Facebook talking back and forth. And he was telling us that uh, just like shit. Like he he thinks his mom's in on it. Like all this stuff. Sounds like, like he's on drugs, dude. I well, That's here. That, that's what he was telling me. Like he was telling me that he's like, do you believe me? Do you not believe me? And I'm just like, look, I'm trying to believe you. Just give me more information. And then, uh, yeah, he was like saying like, well, maybe they've contacted you. So he's saying the Aryan Brotherhood is trying to kill him. Yeah. And did he give a reason why they're trying to kill him? Uh, some gang related shit. I don't is really, he, he didn't want to get in. Is he a black man? A no, white no, man? No, he's a white guy. Okay. But I think, I think he was probably involved with these guys with something. Really? That, yeah. Yeah. So you're friends with the skinhead. Uh, no, cause he was, he was like, uh, uh, he was definitely, he's not like proud of, you know, he's not proud of being white. You know okay. what I mean? He's not just the accent. He's Jewish. Know. Yeah, he's Jewish. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was just so va- it was vague, and it was like it was one of those things where when somebody calls you and they're like, "I'm in danger, I'm scared, I need to talk to somebody." Uh-huh. Why did he reach out to you? Because he th- he th- he thought that I was the one of the only guys he could trust because he know- knows that I'm. This is his words, you know, that he just he knows I'm a good guy and that he hasn't talked to me in forever, and they wouldn't have reached out to me. Can I say? Not here. I think that may- more likely means he's having a breakdown. Well, that's well, that's what I well, I, my I was just trying to encourage him to just like, hey, dude, fuck, if your life's in danger, you need to go to the cops. And he's like, mm-hmm. the cops are probably in on it. Oh like, yeah, he's out of his mind then. He's yeah, out of his yeah. bird. I, and you're you have the vibe of that's what I mean is you have the vibe of somebody who's like a crazy person's like I can yeah, yeah. go to this person because well, I have the same thing. Crazy people like flock to me. Oh, I thought you were saying you you talked to me. Yeah, because I'm because cra- I'm crazy, and yeah. I, but I know the Aryan Brotherhood is trying to kill me. But yes, yeah. yeah. But I, it's when those situations too. Because this is a good friend of mine. I haven't heard from him forever. I'm scared, uh-huh. and so I was trying to like 
gather information and like help them out and like dude get i was like tell them like get hard evidence get the videos of the people following you you know like all this stuff and it was kind of like nothing i couldn't say anything that was like logical and then when uh when i was just trying to be like dude you gotta like prove this or whatever mm -hmm. it was very <clears throat> very much like uh that he wanted to kind of end the conversation right like that was like oh i don't i don't get it like uh -huh. it's just like an impossible thing to overcome but he, he hit me up like today and was just like i might you know this might be the last time i talk to you or whatever and i was like jesus and he's like i'm i'm not suicidal none of that's and i was, it was i was I'm worried about him. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm worried right. about him one way or the other. Yeah, you should probably like contact a family member and well, that, like just tell him what's going on. That was the thing that was like I didn't want to, uh, you know, break the trust because he told me not to. Yeah, but he's you know. I know, I know. But I don't he think he's you, talking to him. He yeah, was yeah. living with it in his mom's place. Yeah, you should probably like contact his mom or something. I think you can break the trust of somebody going through a manic breakdown. I think that's okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna give it a little time. <laughs> but did you who, tell him to at least subscribe to the pod i did i told him to subscribe i go make sure you leave us a five-star review um no it was it was real sad it was it was uh it was one of those things where it's like the more i try to come up with solutions of like how to solve the problem the mm -hmm. more it was just like oh there's nothing i can do right and so it was a bummer but he kept calling me so we kept talking and uh, I don't know. I just uh, it, it was it was weird. It put me in a weird headspace. Yeah, I feel you. I've been in a weird headspace too. I don't know about you, Ben, but I fucking that video I share I shared with you guys the other day. Oh yeah, I've also been sick for five days. Tell us about the video first. Off. So a friend just sent me this video. That's like um, this is going to be serious, I guess. But like, um, I'm not going to let it be too serious. Um, thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Um, the video about like how you know it was basically like a time lapse of what's going to happen for the rest of the universe. And it was just going into the, so when everybody turns gay, when everybody turns gay. <laughs> yeah. When fucking Bernie finally wins, and you automatically <laughs> broke a fever, right? <laughs> I immediately got sick in response to this. No, I shouldn't have watched this when I was like deathly sick, but it's like this video about how like, you know, like the earth, the sun is going to consume the earth in like a billion years. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, I knew about that, whatever. But then it went on to the trillion and trillion, trillion, tr like one trillion, 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 trillion years. Yeah. After the earth is destroyed. And the fact that like just everything's going to slowly still be dying off over mm -hmm. that time. Like all stars are going to go out at a certain period. Like yeah. the universe is just going to be nothing but black holes. And then uh, protons will dissolve. Protons will eventually. It's, is it entropy? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Entropy. Like protons will eventually just wear out. Like they'll just slowly start breaking apart. Yeah. And then so there'll be like no protons. There'll be like technically no matter. The only thing that'll exist in the universe for millennia for eons will yeah. be black holes just kind of circling each other and colliding and they talked about like the last glimpses of light in the universe will be when these black holes collide and a giant explosion happens yeah and then slowly over time these black holes themselves will fall apart and dissipate and then at a certain point there will be basically nothing like all energy in the universe like energy cannot be created or destroyed all energy will have been like worn out like it's just gone mm. and then at that point there's no matter there's no anything and then like since there's no events happening time doesn't even technically exist anymore so it'll just be this black space of nothingness and then just i don't know like kind of like i knew you know everything's meaningless except, except there will be dark energy right 
even no they said even after a point like dark energy will wear out itself like there will be nothing nothing happening and then that's just going to be not even for the rest of time that's just what it not even is it's just that's uh yeah that is what uh Thanks for joining the program, everybody. Today's episode is sponsored by Silver Blue. The toothpaste that helps your teeth get white in the midst of a black hole apocalypse. But but thinking about this, I like to that scale and just like just how insignificant everything is. I don't know. It's it's had me kind of in like a little mini existentially crisis where it's just like, well, just what's the fucking point of anything? You know, just like walking around and just being like wow i'm just so fucking small and yeah. insignificant and all these things i worry about all the time all these dreams i have all these hopes like it's just it's nothing really and just to kind of walk around with that in your heart i guess that's you know a part of a step on the path to enlightenment is having to realize that how truly insignificant your life is but I don't know. It's just had me really uh, depressed because really? it's just like, well, what's the, like, what's the, I guess the, I hate even saying it, like, what's the point of anything, you know? Well, I mean, uh, if you could be a kid uh, seeing a swing set for the first time and saying the same thing, like, what's the fucking point of this bullshit? And then some guy's like, oh, you swing on it and it's fun. And then they're like, and then you're like, yeah, but <laughs> you're going to can't swing forever. You're going to eventually have to stop swinging. Yeah, no, and I know that the answer, like I know enough about philosophy that the answer is eventually nothing is has a meaning. You got to apply your own meaning to it and just, you know, like the myth of Sisyphus, you have to imagine Sisyphus happy, just find joy and, you know, just create joy in your life or embrace the chaos of it or whatever. But, um, you know, it's just also like, you know, I don't know. I feel like so much, and I don't know, maybe you guys relate to this, so much of my life was built on, well, I have this place I am and I have this place I want to be and the place I want to be one day is kind of driving me to, I don't know, I guess have hope or whatever or strive for something or push for something or want to be something else. Yeah. And then, you know, when that's like taken away, it's kind of just like, well, you know, I just uh, am, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but you're talking about trillion, trillion, trillion beer, you know, years. Beers, yeah. I wish I was talking <laughs> about a trillion, trillion beers. A trillion beers later. Yeah. Uh, I, I At the end of the day, man, you, you got plopped under this uh, existence, you know. Uh, it, you just have to have a good time. I mean, you have to, you know, that's that's pretty much it. That's why I said the swing set, because I've heard, I've, I've, I've heard the same, you know, I've, experience the same sort of feeling of meaninglessness Mm -hmm. and uh i thought you know kids and wife and all money would solve it and it doesn't it never does uh it's 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 about you're on a fucking swing start moving your legs and have a good time you know um i hate to simplify it so much but you and that's why i'm like let's go fucking do edm and go to a bullshit concert let's go camping let's go out and try you know animal husbandry you know let's you got you do shit you know have have uh you know stuff you do <laughs> have a good time it does <clears throat> this is like your fucking coach carter pep talk for me to be alive <laughs> i i mean sure yeah yeah i mean it's I, this isn't just to you because i don't i think that this feeling is a universal feeling yeah no i, 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 I think, really do i that, think for a lot of people yeah i mean i'm not speaking to you as an expert on this i'm speaking to you as a person who's going through the same thing you know i deal with the same shit and the only time that i can ever feel like i have my hands on the steering wheel of life is when i'm trying 
to do stuff that I enjoy, you know, right. working towards things The um, I know the, the drawings, you know, stuff like that, just doing things that you enjoy the, you know, the work will set you free, you know, kind of just get like it. Auschwitz, just like Auschwitz. <laughs> uh, I hate that. That was, yeah, it's such great graphics and such great statements, <laughs> you know, to be associated with something so bad. Uh, they had, co- you know, Coca-Cola red was the Nazi red. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they, they invented Pepsi clear was in the camps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Ben, what do you, what do you, you I know you probably think about this a lot. I, I want, before we move to Ben, I will say that there's, <laughs> there, there, because there, somewhere out there, there's a guy watching the same video, filling the same things that you are. Yeah, no, I know. But he looks down and he's only out of two inch cop. <laughs> so, you know, at least put your hands in the air for that one, you know? Okay. <laughs> it could be worse. All right, Ben. What were your feelings on the... I watched the video and I had the exact opposite reaction. Interesting. It filled me with like pep and energy and it was like a huge relief. Yeah, because that's that's the weird thing is there is, I think, a relief in that, but it's almost like getting used to the feeling. Anyway, I'm cutting you off. Sorry. No, no, no. Go on. It's 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 part of like walking around like that because I, I, you know, I'm normally such an anxious guy and I've lived so much of my life in a state of anxiety like i said before it's like here's where i am here's the things i need to be and i have so much anxiety not living up to that so the freeing thing is it's like well if the all the worst case scenario stuff you imagine in your head happens it doesn't matter at all you know yeah yeah so i guess maybe um would it be safe to say that it, it sort of shifted uh the way you perceive yourself and your own identity and now you can't hide your good qualities from people anymore with like talking about anxiety and your nervousness and your insecurities and stuff. Now you just have to be who you are. And you're like, here I am. Yeah. That, I think there's it, actually good things about me. I think it took my ego. I think ego is the key word there. I think my ego was a little big. And I always struggle with that. You know, I think that kind of runs in our family, you mm. know, not to get too much into personal details. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. We have like ego problems in our family, you know, with a lot of people. I think myself included where there's like, I'm like, I want to do these great things and I want to yeah. be this great artist. And yeah, I, yeah. I know I have talent to do all this stuff. And it's like, I have to be identified as a right. person with these amazing talents, probably in a certain point to feel like I'm deserving of love or like, I'm like, well, if this talent has been given to me, I, you know, and I don't achieve it, then what does that say about me or whatever? Yeah. And then I think to view the universe in an honest standpoint more than I have in a little while and just be like, oh, it's just, I'm, I'm nothing. I am, I told you yesterday, I'm not even, I'm not even that noise. I'm like, not even the puh in the puh noise. I'm the like puh. You're the, I'm puh. Um, yeah. just to look at it like that, it's just like, it's, it's freeing in a certain way where it's like, I can just be, and I'm almost like walking around like, Hey, I'm pretty not bad. You know what I mean? Like me as I am currently, I'm tall, likable. People seem to enjoy my company. I'm a smart guy, you know, but it's also, I think just getting used to the feeling of like, well, shit, it almost feels like when, you know, I lost my religion and you probably relate to the same thing where you just kind of walk around in the days like, well, shit. Oh, I'm still there. Just fuck, man. Yeah, where you just go. Yeah, I mean, you get your whole world flipped upside down. Yeah. And that's why you're not a. Once you have that happen, you're not like a sucker for shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like. Like when you see people buy. Like when people. Like I saw a guy yesterday wearing a shirt that said, Donald Trump is my president. Right. <laughs> like I will never be that guy. 
Yeah, I've already I've already been that guy. Mm-hmm. I already was that guy, and yeah. then it, it like literally everything I thought to be not Donald Trump specifically. True. Just to clarify, well, I am that guy. <laughs> I do love. He is my president. <laughs> I used to have a T-shirt that said, "No scientist is gonna make a monkey out of me." Yeah, and it was a scientist with like beakers who was a monkey. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, I will never be able to be that passionate about anything well, to, again. To speak to what Ben's saying, I think specifically the word you're stressing in that shirt is "my." He's my president. Like the ego to have that be your thought. He's my president mm. in a country of 450 he cares million. About me. About me. What I think. Because I am the most important person in America. Sure. A guy who works at Quickie Lube. Sure. Yeah. So I think, I guess, kind of like if I walked away the other way than you did, it's like, okay, so we both, here's, here's the, here's problem number one. Okay. Here's problem number lay, one. Lay it on me, Jack. This video uh, affected us severely. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. A, a, YouTube, a YouTube video shouldn't spin you one way or the other. <laughs> hundred percent. Number two, here's what's great about us. Yeah, the yeah. fact that it did. Yeah, I think so. And I yeah. like that Yeah, because I am passionate about stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, three. And you're, a de- you're a deep thinker that in something like that will actually trigger thoughts in your head. Right, right. Yeah, I'm just not like kind of waltzing through. Uh, I'm not just, you know, fucking Elmer Th- Fudd walking <laughs> right. through the woods looking yeah. for a rabbit to shoot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but so I guess it's like it goes back to... Uh, you know, a lot of people think uh, like your ideology sort of informs your attitude in life. Okay. Where they go, well, I believe in socialism and stuff, and that's why I, that's why I'm so angry and bitter at at the rich because mm-hmm. at my core, I believe I'm a socialist. Right. When really, it's almost always a hundred percent of the time the other way around. Your attitude informs the ideology. Mm-hmm. If you are a bitter person right. who has been lazy and angry, you're probably going to fall on the side of hating people that have done better than you, yes, hating yeah. people that have more money than you. Mm-hmm. And it and that's just one example. I'm not just shitting on leftists and stuff. Right. Like if you're an if you're an angry if you work hard for your money and you fucking hate lazy pieces of shit who are living off the state and you're like fuck them, you're like that but you're like I'm only I only feel that way because at my core belief I think you should do this 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 and this and vote this way and that's why I feel that way. It's it's totally not. Yeah, your, your whole attitude just informs your ideological system, right? So and your your circumstances as well. Like I, and from working with a lot of Republican type people at work, I I've I've kind of realized now it's like. You know, like growing up, you kind of think it's like, oh, they hate poor people, and it's like, and you know, all the like they just hate all these ideas, and they're closed-minded. Yeah, it's like no, a lot of them, some of them are very hardworking or started their own business. A lot of them just ended up in situations where they're maybe closer to the top of the heap, and because of that, they had to, of their circumstance, they had to adjust their worldview to be like, ah, well, all these things I have, I deserve all these things. Yeah. Because I work, it's just not this crapshoot and I got much luckier and now I have to live with this almost survivor's guilt of why do I have mm. and these people right. want for no other reason, you know, so you kind of have to develop your ideology based on that. Well, you have yeah, to so, justify it because if, if you, if you especially have an ego about it mm-hmm. and you're like, you take pride in who you are and the reality is that you were born on third base. Right. You know, that's like, Eating I, pussy. 
But oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you were born eating pussy. Yeah, yeah. When uh, I was born, I actually ate pu- the pussy on the way out. <laughs> yeah, I ate my way out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you have to justify your existence to be like, no, right? I fucking earned this. I work my ass off. Right. It's like, okay, you're fourth generation. Like, you're, your name is Henry Ford the third. Right. Like, exactly. Stop. Yeah, and then it's, it's it's insecurities. Yeah, right. You know. But you're saying I, I want to get back to this. You're saying that you think the actual emotion dictates the yeah, ethos. So, so I think you kind of go in and you you look for you look you want to continue on the narrative you're on because it's easier. Right. It's easier to keep doing whatever you want to do. Yeah. So if you watch a video like that and you want to be sad or depressed or lazy or you don't want to do anything then the meaning you're going to glean from it is, wow, I'm so insignificant and so small. This is all meaningless. Now I can continue on the storyline that I've been on Mm -hmm. rather than doing something. So if I've been on the storyline of like, I've been kind of manic and I've been, I've been working a lot and I've been excited about the future. Then that, then I watch that video and it gives me, the message I want of like, oh, wow, there's not only am I doing all this stuff and I'm having fun, but there's also no stakes. That's great. So now I can just keep going. So I just wanted to continue on the same fucking journey I was on Mm -hmm. as well when I watched the video. Yeah. Um, And you're you're both wrong. You're both wrong. This is a guy who's studying the universe who put together a video about what's going to happen. It means nothing about you personally. You know what I mean? But you take the the filter of your own mind and your own experience and you extrapolate it and you're like, this means that I am pointless or this means that I'm on the right path or what it means. Neither one of those things. It means that in that exactly what they said in a trillion, trillion, trillion years that the, mm-hmm. the atoms are going to dissipate and whatnot. That's all it means. It doesn't mean anything else. You know what I mean? But as human beings, we have to apply person like a personality like a personal message to it um that can either be destructive if you're prone to be destructive or positive if you're prone to be positive i don't know if it's a destructive thing i'm on in the long run i think it's just getting used to it i think it that's part of the thought i had is that it opens me up to all these possibilities and then i think also it's just like i think yeah for me when you're talking about attitude dictating um, our emotion dictating the ethos. I think that's just the thing is I've been really, you know, I just been depressed for a while, you know? Yeah. Like I haven't felt good for a while. So I think for me, that's like being like, okay, you know, like now I really want to get on medication and I need to start working. And even today I was like, or, or yesterday I was like, okay, you should really do need to fucking get off this tobacco and shit. Cause you don't, cause I don't want to die. You know, that was a real thought I had. I was like, I don't want to fucking die. Yeah, you know, and like when I put this shit into my fucking mouth, this tobacco, I'm you know doing an action that's that's kind of snuffing out my future a little bit every time. Yeah. So even like that, I tried to quit. I'm I'm really gonna try and quit after this month then because I'm flying and then that's where the excuses come in. But I'm flying and then it's our month end at work. I think when I come back, I really want to try to quit the nicotine and then. I need to get back to therapy and then I think I'm going to try out the medication or something and just, you know, try to get on the road where I can feel, you know, good. Like, I don't know, maybe just allowing myself the opportunities to feel good, to do what I want to do with my life. You know what I mean? Where you stop sweating all this stuff and you're like, oh, I just 
do shit I do because I like doing it, you know, and yeah. go see my friends and not just hole up all the time and and be a miserable fuck. I don't know. That's that's kind of yeah. how I feel about you go it. Bungee jumping, bro. Yeah, but then it's also just I don't know, just adjusting to the fucking a little bit of ego death, which is great, you know, ego death's good for you, but you know. They call it the dark night of the soul thing, you know, where it's like the closer you get to truth, like there's this thing like when you get it like really into meditation, they talk about how once you get like really into it and you're getting really good at it, you actually get much, much more sad and depressed. Hmm. And then it's, it's, they call it the dark night of the soul because it's like you're getting so close to truth that almost the revelation of truth can kind of be sad and this like, well, everything's meaningless type of I'm wandering in this and there's no Campbellian. I'm wandering into the wild and then coming back with it. It's just kind of not, you know, I don't even, yeah, that's the question is like, why did you watch it? And you came away with everything is meaningless, dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. And I came away with everything is meaningless exclamation point. Right. And And I excitement about that or depression. Well, I knew because I sent it to you. I knew you would feel good about it. And I think, I think part of the reason is, is I think you just earlier than me kind of got on that shit. Like you were just always, I think maybe because you're a less emotional guy, I think you just were always like be very aware of just like, oh, it's all fucking bullshit. You yeah, know, it's all a video game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all a video game. Like that's where your mind tended to naturally go. And I think because I was such an emotional guy and I was trying to achieve all this stuff with my life and I wanted to be greatness, I think. Yeah. Um, that kind of got me clouded in this thing of like, I need a fucking you know, I'm going to get it together one day. I'm going to get everything in the box and mm-hmm. it's going to line up and I'm going to be a fucking just beam of like this powerful beam of light that just destroys everything in yeah. front of it. I, I think I've been shifting my uh, identity more toward like just, just gonna sound really gay uh, uh-huh. as like being like an artist. And I'm starting to think of it in the traditional sense and not in the modern sense where it's like, I think I'm just supposed to be here and what I have to do is I have these things in me and I just need to get them out. Right. That's all I need to do. Mm-hmm. How, however, I can figure out how to get them out. That's just all I need to do. And if it requires me vaping, it requires me being sober, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like I, as long as I'm not like really doing a lot of damage to my body right. and my brain and to people around me, I'm just going to keep trying to get stuff out of myself. Yeah, I like that. So that's the video was actually really good for me. I feel like it took a lot of shackles off of my damn fucking psyche. Yeah. I, it's, I feel and that's, yeah, sorry. That's, that's the thing is I feel that too. I do feel like it released a bunch of shackles, but now I'm kind of almost like weirdly like, it's like, I, f- I feel like red when he got out of prison uh-huh. in Shawshank and I'm just kind of walking around like, Oh, like fucking, yeah, I want to ask somebody to go take a piss right now. Cause that's what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to right like at work like i'm trying to hit like these monthly goals and i'm like you know like a deal fell through here or there and i'm like i don't i really don't give a shit like it all it does not matter at all yeah where versus in the past i'd be fucking having a panic attack what is the what is the like because i've i've been depressed to the point where i can't get out of bed i'm not showering i'm drinking in bed Mm -hmm. and i just like i feel for me depression was this feeling of like impending doom and like terror yeah i was just the like I was going to get dragged to hell. Right. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like you're about to get hit by a meteor or something. Yeah. But, but with you, it's like this flat line. Like what is like, explain to the folks at home what it feels like. 
explain to the folks at home. Like, I don't get it. Like, what does it feel like to always feel depressed? So, yeah, it's like um, Byron Allen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jace, last time I saw you, you wanted to kill yourself. Well, that's correct, Alan. I actually, if you'll check out these scars right here. Uh, <laughs> You're the Joker. Yeah, I'm the Joker. <laughs> Not even on my wrist, on my face. Um, yeah, no, I, my, my dumb gay therapist diagnosed me with like this thing called atypical depression. So I kind of hate these terms, but what it's described is just low grade depression that kind of lasts all the time. And it's just, I, I don't know. I feel like I've kind of described this to you before. I feel like I never want to do anything really. Okay. And so most of the stuff, like, like, like you want to stare at a wall. Like I just, just want to watch. TV. Doesn't he I want, just want to want to do that. Yeah, I understand. I just want to lay down and kind of just watch TV. Okay. And then that's really it. Okay. And then any anytime I can make myself do something, it's really out of either guilt or anxiety or any type. Like there's no like, oh, I should do this so I'll feel good or you know. But are, then, are those good things though? Like our guilt and anxiety and fear, like those are like motivating factors in like biology and stuff. Like are those necessarily bad feelings? No, they're not necessarily bad feelings. But I think it's also like you should be able to like. How do I say this? You should be able to be like, hey, I'm going to go on a walk, you know, because like there's no like anxiety type thing being like, I got to go fucking walk right now. Like there's anxiety. Like I got to do my taxes or I got to fucking change the oil in my car. I got to go to work today. Yeah. Like anything that involves, you know, the potential of somebody getting mad at me or ruining Mm -hmm. my life. Yeah. I can accomplish that. But anything like, hey, I should go talk to a friend or your go get lunch with people or step outside or get in the shower. Mm. Like there's no, there's no motivation there ever. Really? That's yeah. an there's addict a, mentality too. Yeah. Where there's you're a like, sense, I'm not going to do this until I absolutely have. To. There's a sense of obligation that I have to do this, but you know, if nobody's like pressuring me, I can kind of shirk it. Do you and feel then that was good the, afterwards. I, I will feel good afterwards. And I know that. And then that was the weird thing coming home. Like yesterday, after watching this video, I was just kind of coming home. I'm like, oh, I should actually take all the shit. I normally leave my clothes in the dryer because I just don't want to fucking get them out. I came home. I did that. I took the dogs outside. I was just like, yeah, I should take the dogs outside. It's a nice day. I should do that. And then I kind of seemed to be better on the... I'm like, I should do some drawings because I'm a little behind on drawings and shit. And uh, there seemed to be less fucking depression in that. Um, I don't fucking know. I mean, to, to answer your question, what is like to be depressed all the time feel like? Sometimes it feels like, and I, I've talked to my buddy Luke about this. Sometimes I feel like I'm cursed a little bit, which I know is a shitty way to think, but it's just like the emotionality of it. Like I, sometimes I just feel like I'm cursed to just have this brain and it's just like this thing. Like it's almost like, I mean, well, I'd rather have your brain than fucking the guy at Jiffy Lube. Right? No, for sure. I don't want to be fucking retarded, but, um, like, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it feels like a biblical thing. I've described that to Luke before. I'm like, sometimes I feel like fucking like, like, uh, I can't even think of like a Bible character. I feel like fucking, um, like fucking Israel or something like that. Like I'm just cursed to have this existence. And then one Job. day I'll probably feel yeah, like Job or something, not even Job. Just, I'm just, I'm just cursed to just never want to do anything. Yeah. And then have all this promise and then just never, ever want to really do anything with it. Have you, have you, have you ever, I'm sure you have, but Mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm just asking you a question, right? I'm not being antagonistic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Have you tried like just being like, 
I've kind of accepted I'm this guy. Right. And that sucks for a lot of people. <laughs> and a lot of people don't want to know this type of guy. Right. And this is the type of guy who's never going to feel like be acceptable to the masses and stuff. Uh-huh. And that's okay. Like I'm right. really okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like now I'm starting to strip away things I don't like about myself, but I'm still I'm still my I'm still me. Yeah, yeah. It's just who I am. Yeah. So there's like I can't like for the longest time, I feel like I wanted to totally be another guy and it's just never going to happen. Oh, I yeah. I kind of gave up on it completely. Yeah. I'm, so even I, if you feel cursed, you're like, yeah, I'm just the cursed guy. I Yeah, that's 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 part of the thing is for the longest time, I wanted to be somebody. I wanted to be the person I knew I could be growing up. Like when you grow up and everybody tells you, you're like, you're so smart and you're so gifted at everything and you're like, I want to be the fucking guy that lives up to that for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to be like this bright shining star for everybody in their life that I, that I lived up to everything like, like that. a Messiah, like a Messiah type thing. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real ego problem. Um, like this golden child fucking complex. And now that I'm like, as I'm getting older, I'm kind of stripping all that away and just existing as the person I am. And like, that's just the point where I start to be like, okay, maybe I should fucking get on some, like I brought this up to you before. I know you don't like medication, like SSRIs and stuff, but part of me is like, okay, maybe I should just get on SSRIs so you don't, like, you don't have to feel this bad all the time. Like, I don't know. I don't know what works for people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what works for people either. I know people like me who have gone on medication. They says this really helped them out. You know, that's what I'd like to be the guy who can like routinely get out of bed because I just know that's good for my fucking mental health. What are the contributing factors to you not wanting to do anything? Like if you could list them very briefly. If I could list them very briefly, I think. Um, Other than, of course, the obvious, which is brain chemistry. Brain chemistry. I think um, extreme. This is getting, <laughs> I'm worried this is getting very self-indulgent, but I'm trying to be honest about this. Um, I think. Uh, I just don't want to sound like some fucking white chick on Twitter who's fuck it, dude. Come mentally on. ill as a personality. Um, <laughs> I think like just severe PTSD from our childhood, honestly. Yeah. And I think I really know that I should start going to uh like adult children of alcoholics meetings uh-huh. because I need to be able to uh learn how to fucking pump love into my heart. Yeah. Um, and I think that is like that combined with maybe medication is probably the big step to like me feeling a lot better more of the time is to like actually take care of myself and to, you know, love myself. What are like, what are the other contributing fact? Like if, if like simple things too, like- simple things. I, and then I know it's like diet, exercise, meditation, you know, all that type sleep. of stuff, sleep for sure. All that type of stuff. Like if I can get that all going, it's just, I don't feel like I can get it going right now. So you just, you feel like you just have no spark to make a fire. I feel, yeah, I feel like I have no, I feel like I am sparkless. Yeah. Yeah. Because the I, key is to just getting a little fucking ember in your hand and mm-hmm. like it takes, I feel like it takes all of my will to get it fucking going, mm-hmm. but once I get it going, it's it's there. Yeah, know? and I feel like I had these like traps of anxiety, and that was part of the thing is like striving to be this better person. That was kind of my kick in the pants to always try to get that ember going and striving to be more. But when you take away the fucking like these, like when you strip the layers away, and you don't need to like be this bright shining thing for other people. 
like it's kind of like that was my motivation to try and be try and get out of bed to try and exercise to get into shape to eat healthy to you know strive to do things to yeah, strive to be a comedian you know you need to do all those things for yourself though I mean, yeah that's the thing the world. that's what i'm saying you know? is like that's what you need to fucking pump the love into your heart where you're like well i'm gonna do this because i love myself yeah. and you know if i loved you know like i love you or i love you you know like if you were hungry i would give you food if you were you know tired i would give you a place to sleep if you were gay if you were gay i would suck your dick and uh you know that's right but if it's for myself i don't necessarily yeah do those things yeah you know you never suck your own dick i never suck my own dick and i want to so bad i will say the ssri thing and i don't know what it is but you need to figure out you know the the right thing to take because it may not be an ssri depending on what what it is but uh <clears throat> for me i i mean when i started taking it, it was because i was at the bottom man i was not mm-hmm. in a good place and i are you still on them yeah um well you go off of them i go off of them i suck i'm, I'm really bad <laughs> why do you go off of them because i don't need that shit i got this figured out i don't need them i got it i've been feeling good today. so you just take them sometimes it's not how you're supposed to do it you're supposed to be consistent because it can fuck you up if you're inconsistent um, you're supposed to even take it at the same time every day. Um, it's like birth control <clears throat> where if like you vary, you can actually get pregnant on birth control because you've been taking it a weird increments. It's the same stuff, but I, it, there was just a moment where it was just like, I literally was like, yeah, I know I said I was going to free solo half dome, mm-hmm. but throw me a fucking rope, please. Right. Just something. And everybody's like, no, you can do it. You know, there's come on diet exercise and, blah, blah, blah. Right, and I'm going, yeah, 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 yeah. But I just, I need something. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were, I, I have in, in, in the depths of depression. I don't know if you feel this way. I'm going to use a really silly, stupid example. That's true. Okay. But there's even things like when I'll go to the bathroom, I'll go to pee. Mm-hmm. I know I should lift the lid. I know I should lift the lid, but then I'm just like, ah, <laughs> fuck. And then I, I lift the, like, and then, you know, and then I, you get a little pee and then it, you, you wipe the piss off, right. you know, and, but that all in my mind, there's these, all these stop bl- uh, gaps where I'm just like going, ah, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to wash, I can't wash my hands. Right. Like, I don't want to fucking wash. And then I'm like, Kevin, be a good boy, wash your hands. And then I go wash my hands. And then, you know, it's it, the trash, it's full. You should take the trash out. And I'm going, ah, the fucking trash. It's like, take the goddamn trash out. Mm-hmm. And I take it out. I go, look at you. You did it. And then I come back. Ah, oh, I got to put the new liner in. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> like that's when I get in a, in a, in a place of depression, it's literally everything. Yeah. Everything that I'm doing is like this big challenge. Everything's gigantic. Yeah. Yes. And it, even if it's just wiping my own piss off of the toilet seat. Mm-hmm. So my kids don't sit in their dad's piss. Right. I still like it's like an they effort. Don't go to for jail. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's and so with I mean, and that's still a voice that's in my head constantly. Yeah. Um, and then you know, like the last time we were here, I saw that I had left a cup here, and there was other cups, and I grabbed all the cups and I brought them up. Yeah, thank you. But bef- well, <laughs> it's about fucking time you said something. <laughs> no, uh, I, but in my head, it was like I saw the cup, I'm like oh yeah, I left that down here. I wonder, I hope r- fucking. Ben's probably going to talk shit about how I'm a fucking slob. Like, you know, I'm not a fucking slob. You know what? Just pick up the cup. Oh, I shouldn't. It's fine. There's other cups out here. I'm not the only guy leaving. Cu-. And then I just grab the And it, this all happens in a split second. But it's just this negative thing that will happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, the I, I do think that there's something to just being proactive constantly. If that means going to see a psychiatrist and being like, hey, 
I've been trying X, Y, and Z. I know I need a, I've got these goals in mind that are going to help me in the long run, mm-hmm. but I can't get to step one on even those goals because I'm just in a fucking rut right now. I just, I need something, Yeah, you know, and I think that's, that's healthy. And then you can also talk to that doctor about what the process of getting off those is going to look like in the future, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and how that works. And just depending on your doctor, they may or may not be on board with that, but it's a constant effort. You know? Yeah, and I and I at the end of the day, I like I'm I'm speaking about this calmly. I I know I'm gonna figure it out one day. I really do. I kind of I kind of view myself like when we watch that Gary Shandling doc. Mm-hmm. I kind of view myself as that. Like it's always like I knew I know I know it's gonna take a while. Yeah, like I'm always like a late bloomer about shit like that. But I know I'm gonna figure it out. Like from where I was five years ago to where I am now yeah. is like really. <clears throat> You know, pretty uh, beautiful if I can be gay Fuck about yeah. it. But I used to have, <laughs> I used to have nightmare anxiety all the time, and now that's pretty much for the most part gone. You yeah. know, I I think I have a normal amount of anxiety now. Well, the sleep apnea machine was huge. I well, mean, that was a huge. Yeah, I mean that was like a development in the last year, but yeah. like fucking, um, you know, it's just figuring out the. I think figuring out how to like beat depression with just love for yourself and just like the ability to look at everything and laugh and know it's meaningless and beautiful. And you're so lucky to, you know, have what's going on in your life. You're so lucky to have people in it. Um, well, you're and, lucky to have me and Jay and Ben, you know, besides you guys, I'm very lucky to have people. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I do, I, I will say this too, because, uh, we've talked about friendship on this podcast before. And the fact that you do have people that you're able to talk to, mm-hmm. um, you know, publicly on the internet for the whole world. To hear, <laughs> uh, it, it, it is a special thing. And I think it's a thing that, that is accessible to everybody mm-hmm. to have that. I mean, not everybody has friends, but there is, um, to be able to get that shit out is a step in the process to talk about this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know you feel like, you know, sometimes you can be the poster boy for your own depression right. and which you don't like, mm-hmm. but it's also like, sometimes you just feel shitty and you need to talk about it. You know, yeah. it's like it, be proactive, fucking enjoy the swing. Well, that's the next yeah. step is it's like, it's not a guy struggling with depression. It's just a guy with depression. You know what I mean? And right. Just learning how to, yeah. how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Am I, am I just a big fat gay guy, Ben? Um, (laughs) (laughs) let me think about this. No, I just wish, I just wish make him cry, Ben. No, it's just, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to do another speech. It's just like walking. I, 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 I stopped feeling like I had the weight of the world on my shoulders, like Mm -hmm. slowly over the last like eight years. And I feel like I'm getting to the point where I just feel like a fucking feather mm-hmm. in the breeze where I'm like, nope, none of it. Right. Success or failure, none of it matters. Yeah, it's all right. just an experience and it's just all, yeah. I just like the way my brain can solve problems and mm-hmm. and ex- express things and the things I can learn. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, like, what do you fucking like want out of life? You know, like, what do like, and that's a here. And here's a, some, for some people, they want to have a family. Yeah. That's the thing they want. Right. They, then they have a family uh-huh. and then their kids grow up, they go to college and now they've, that's it. There's nothing else to do right, yeah. right. for me. The thing I want out of life specific to me is I want to think uh-huh. and I want to have thoughts yeah, yeah. and I want to express myself. That's a, 
that's a really low unless I like become a vegetable. Mm-hmm. Like that's a very low threshold. We'll kill you. A low <laughs> like the bar is very low, but that is where I'm actually happiest. Can mm-hmm. I express myself? Mm-hmm. Can can I think? Can yeah. I have a can I have opinions? Like I don't have to express my opinions, but like that's kind of it for me. Mm-hmm. And so that is a good way to set myself up for the rest of my life till the day I die, I will be content. Right. So that's saying, all I want to do. You think that the straight white male doesn't have a voice? Is that what you're saying? What I'm trying to say is (laughs) the white man will march on. Okay. Rise again, you'll say sometimes. We were never down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, and you're totally right. And I think, you know, not to sound as doomy and gloomy as I I did before, I'm going to be fine. And I know that. Yeah. It's just, it's slowly figuring it out. And then I think... The the really hard part right now is, you know, I, I say, I've said this on here before, but I say this in therapy, or I did before my stupid cunt therapist left me, um, <laughs> which I'm fine with, um, is that um, um, mentally, I agree. Emotionally, I don't yet. Because there's just, I think a certain part about your body just like has to catch up to your brain. Yes. And that I know, I've realized all these things, like I'm not the most important person in the world, and it's not about achieving the success and being adored by everyone and, you know, you know, making a heartbreaking work of staggering genius that everyone fawns over, but I'm embarrassed by the attention because I'm such a brilliant recluse, (laughs) David Foster Wallace type guy. Yeah. Um, it's Steve Martin realizing that it's not that that is not happiness or fulfillment or anything. And it means nothing. I mentally am there. It's just, I'm still walking through the emotional fallout of kind of realizing that it took years just to realize, Oh, I want to be famous, which is a very gross thing to admit. That was a very hard thing to admit about myself. It was like, Oh, I wanted to be famous because I thought that people would love me if I was. And that was a very embarrassing thing to admit. It's still embarrassing to say out loud. And so it took me until I was like 27, 28 really to admit that to myself. And then it's taken me till now to kind of start to the process of emotionally accepting that I'm just a guy and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, you know, you're just walking in the emotional fallout of just being a guy. No, no, no. no. It's not, I'm just a guy. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's a fucking guy. And everybody's a fucking guy. Yeah. yeah you're exactly every right. fucking person. It's like that fucking per- like person. It's, it's like that Jim a- Carrey quote, you know, where he's, you know, even though he gave his girlfriend herpes and made her kill herself. Um, but Jim Carrey has that quote. He's like, he's like, I wish Respect. every. He's like, I wish everybody achieved their. <laughs> so commendatory. <laughs> Jim Carrey, a real one, though. <laughs> um, where he has that quote, he goes, "I wish everyone achieved their wildest dreams, so they realize it's not the answer either." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I realize that, um, but you know, we're just kind of we're out here living in that and learning to yeah. walk in it. Dude, I remember being, having a conversation when I first moved out here. It was like in the first year or two mm-hmm. where it was the group, you know, you two, me, and you know, the, the rest of the group, mm-hmm. and somebody being like, you want these fucking, these fuck guys want to be fucking famous? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you cocksucker. Mm-hmm. We're, 
you're talking to a bunch of people that left their homes to move to Los Angeles. Right. You don't think any of us want to be famous and you're mocking that, you mm-hmm. fucking retard. Yeah, yeah. They just know to hide it and pretend that they don't want yeah, those exact Yeah, because right. I'm really cool, bro. <laughs> right. I'm not really to, cool. Not to be antagonistic, but there are some people that just do it to be famous. Oh, 100%. I felt like I was always doing it because I felt like I really did I, want to get something out of and it. And I really... Yeah, I felt like I had to do I it. And I really do still love expressing myself and it's some of the times I feel the best about myself but also with that is I wanted I didn't even want the attention because the the attention would drive me crazy it's I wanted it's literally it's so stupid I know you can relate to this I wanted my fucking dad to call me and tell me he was proud of the work I'd done yeah yeah and I guess I just don't want that anymore yeah I don't I actually never want to see them <laughs> I, I, as much as I love my dad, I feel very similar. Where I'm just like, I, I, I have had to, because you take the the uh, the conditions or the definition of success in life from your parents, typically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And my parents, it was all Jesus. It was all church and all this shit. And so. Like the idea of like finding what I want and going out and doing it and then like going back to celebrate it with my dad, Mm -hmm. even though in reality, I don't know what that would look like. He's been nothing but supportive, but there's a part of me that's just like, I'd rather just not see him anymore because I'm afraid that, you know, it's going to be, I'm going to be disappointing to him. You know what I mean? And so, and then there's a part that's like, you have to let go of that even desire to influence his feelings about you in any way, and that's very healthy mm-hmm. in order to become your own well, person. Yeah, we've we talked about this in our household. Like you're, you got told you're proud of yourself if you achieve something that was very hard for you to achieve. That our mom and dad wanted us to specifically, like if you did very well in sports, or you know, like when I got that job at Letterman for a very brief period of time. That was like the only time in my adult life I did something and my parents were like proud of it. Like they told people about it all the time. They posted about it on the internet. Yeah. They were like, look at my boy. Look at my bright, shining boy. And it was shitty because it was about them. It wasn't about me. Yeah, but Um, it still feels good. But it felt good. And then I was chasing that high where I'm like, I got to get that again. And then you inspired that scene from the new Joker movie. Right, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, it's just... I think you just you're just kind of you know I'm on this journey and I see where I'm going and it's all going to be fine. It's just going to take some time. Yeah, that's the weird thing. I stopped seeing my like pretty recently. I feel like I stopped seeing myself on a journey. Hmm. I'm it. I kind of feel like when you literally watch a feather like fucking go through right. and it just goes every which way and ends up in a random fucking field. Like that's how I, yeah. I'm like, I, Oh, that's life. You just get randomly pushed. I think I got to be on a journey. Cause I don't want to feel like this forever. <laughs> I don't want to feel like this for the rest no, of my life. But I life. feel like you are feeling this way because you, you feel like you are on a journey. You feel like you are in a narrative. You feel like you have storyline fever mm-hmm. where you're putting yourself in a position where you're like, well, this is where I am now. I like and then the character is going to end up, the character is going to end up here. And yeah. that, put, that puts a, a massive amount of pressure on you to succeed rather than just focusing on the skill set that you need to get somewhere. And you don't know where that's going to be because you don't know you're not happy right now. So if, if you put yourself on a journey to get here where you are now, you didn't know where you needed to go to be happy, right? So, so if you weren't smart enough to know where you needed to be to be happy, then you can't place yourself in a narrative because you're too fucking stupid to know where you're going to be happy. I don't know where I'm going to be happiest. So I, all I have to do is keep doing the things I love 
and and keep improving at everything I do and see where I fucking end up. Yeah, happiness is always. I always say happy. It's not the word. It's I a really, dumb word. It's not the word I really mean. I, I know you know that. Um, I just maybe you are right. Maybe it's me trying to put a pressure on. It. I just want to get to the place where it's just not. I just. I've said this to you before. I just do things. You know, I'm a guy who does things. Like I don't want to fucking watch YouTube until the day I'm yeah. dead. Well, that's what I'm saying, dude. Camping and <laughs> Coachella, dude. just the world's biggest shoehorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how I kind of feel, Kevin, about like basic stuff now. Where I'm like, I'm gonna go get my car fixed. Yeah, and 100%. It's, it's a little fucking yeah. But I will. Like, you know, anything that you're doing that gets you out of your comfort zone, especially like shit like that, where you're like, I don't want to fucking do that. And then mm-hmm. you go, you just, I, I, I mean, I am using the camping because it's a funny thing or whatever. But you're not out of your comfort zone with that stuff. I'm never, I mean, the only time I'm out of my comfort zone is when I'm doing what I want to do. It's a real trip. I'm out of my comfort zone right now. I'm out of my comfort zone when I go to the comedy store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one of those things that I get more and more comfortable as I do it. I mean, I've been mm-hmm. podcasting, for 20 years now 12 years i've been podcasting for 12 years and i mean i took a hiatus there for a while but i mean uh it's been a long i've been doing this shit for a long time and i still there's a bit of discomfort mm-hmm. and he said i want to record tonight the big part of me is like i don't want to record i want to go to me, hang out at me Bruce's too i'm place. fucking tired yeah and uh you know and then when we get done i go back i listen to it periodically and if I'm not getting disappointed in myself, I'm usually really enjoying it right? as the podcast as a whole, you know, but um, like the, the shit with, with, with like camping or going to a music festival or going parachuting or taking a hike or any of that stuff. It's like, it's not about the actual thing that you're doing. It's about the fact that you're, making an effort to like go out and live life. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to be alive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, uh, I, uh, I think we should try, see if we're gay, you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, here's the deal. We'll go, we'll go camping by Coachella. Right. We'll fuck each other in the ass mm-hmm. and then we'll go, maybe we should do Molly first. I don't know. We'll figure it out, though, boys. Mm-hmm. The great for for real though. Please don't try to convince me to do drugs, though. I don't need that. I won't convince you to do drugs. I mean, the the only drugs that I would ever try to convince you to do is drugs you don't have a problem doing. Like what? Like mushrooms, alcohol. Or, yeah. <laughs> like psychedelics. You don't seem to have a problem with psychedelics. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm not Ben. I. I hate being put in that place that you what? that you put me in sometimes with that shit where I'm what? like trying Ooh, to fight. convince fight. you to do drugs. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, if you're gonna go to a, a music festival, all those guys are on Molly, they're having a blast, mm-hmm. and us at home we're looking at them going, What a bunch of fucking losers. It's like they're having the time of their life. You know what I mean? Maybe. Uh no, they most of those people really are having a good time. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I mean Avicii killed himself. Yeah, well, with a wine bottle. <laughs> I was reading about that today. Do you know how he killed himself? Oh. He broke a wine bottle and slit his wrist. Really? Yeah, somebody was telling me about that. Fucking, and he was playing levels while he was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so wake me up when it's all over. Yeah, I mean, the, the artists, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, you go to a party where everybody's dancing and having a good time. You know, it's most of those people are having a good time. Yeah. They're not, like, pretending. No, I, I had a good time getting fucked up and, you know, driving into... 
the fucking ditch and then back onto the road. You I didn't mean, have a good. That wasn't fun for you. There is fun for there like is, five years. There is kind of a funness <laughs> of just just pushing the pedal. It's yeah. fun to steer a plane directly into the ground. That's kind of fun for a little bit. I mean, and if Ben too, if like if I was if if I was saying, you know, Ben, no, this should be your new lifestyle where you do. You do Molly every day, and you always go to the festivals. Yeah, but I can't. I'm just saying, I can't do Molly once. No, no, no! Don't do Molly. Yeah, don't yeah. do anything. I can't. I can't trust myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I I wasn't smart enough to not become an alcoholic, so I can't trust myself to do all these things. You know what your mo- Molly is? Audio mixing. That's your Molly. Mm-hmm. When you mix, you just get. I've seen you. It's like you're high behind you know make it throwing together a, a promo clip or something. I'm like, are you on something? You're like, no, I'm just. I'm in love right now. I'm in love with this, with these levels. I think I, I don't even know if I like AV shit as much as I like just ex- every time I do something, expanding the scope of my ability within that. Yeah. Thing. I even, yeah, like you can stretch. I think it. you can do that with most things. Even the weirdly, the sales stuff I've kind of gone to, this sounds so gay, but I've finally been able to just do door to door prospecting. Faggot. And I've <laughs> like even teaching myself to do that. It's gay and I don't care about it at all, You're but good. But to be able to do something that like really scared me for yeah. a long time, there's a certain part of me, like I went out last week and I just went and introduced myself to business owners and yeah. I made, because of that, I signed a deal today that made me like $1,000 that well, just wasn't there before, literally just because I had the courage to go to talk to five people I didn't know. Yeah. And you were terrified that day that I, that we went together mm-hmm. that first time. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, there is a, there is a joy in overcoming obstacles. Yeah. Regardless of what those are, you know, like sure. challenging yourself, rising to it, just seeing that you have the ability to do more than you could before. Yeah. You know, it, I think that's a, that's a beautiful thing. That's one of the things that I that I try to tell my kids all the time. I'm like, you know, hey, maybe you maybe you're not going to become a violin expert, but you have an opportunity to learn the violin. Just fuck yeah. around, have fun. See if you got, you know, see if you like it. Yeah. I think, you know, if there if there's anything and I know I ramble on and have all different takes and opinions on everything. I think if there's anything that I always come back to, it's just and this is the gayest thing I'll ever say in my life <laughs> is that it I think it just comes back to just love, just loving that I'm alive, loving myself, loving the people that I'm around, loving the fact that I just get to go out and exist and try new things and be, yeah. I think if I can approach my life with that attitude a lot more, it definitely um, gives me kind of the existence I, I think I want. Yeah. You know? I think that's true for everybody. And you can kind of fake that a little bit. I was trying it the other day just because I was kind of depressed. Yeah, where, it's all fake. Yeah, there's this thing called loving meditation where you literally, it's a type of meditation where you just sit and you just think, like expressing love, like you can make it for an object. Like you can like look at that racist frog. You're like, I love that racist frog. <laughs> like, I just love it. I just like, it's like, it's so green out of everything you said. Ben finally gets it. <laughs> <laughs> he finally gets it. He's like, Oh, I just love how like the light shines on and we get to own it and we get to make jokes about how it's racist. And yeah, that brings joy to us. And mm-hmm. it's like just a reminder to not take things too seriously. I love that. Yeah. And then you can focus that to like, you That's know, literally how I think. Yeah. You can literally focus that to like, look at that retarded kid. And I'm like, I will just love how fucking Chinese that kid <laughs> is and how fucking it makes me think, racist thoughts that make me laugh and i just love its little arm that like waves back and forth and it's so stupid i just love it that it's an opportunity it reminds me of how stupid everything is and isn't that fun and now here's the weird thing just from doing that dumb thing on mm-hmm. the podcast i'm kind of in a better mood in yeah. these couple seconds oh you know what's a f- i wish you would have done that at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> and i don't love kevin 
Well, now I feel <laughs> shitty. Uh, you know what's the thing? Uh, I don't know how I stumbled upon this, but I I realized that uh, uh, people like Tiger and like Woods, a- yeah, and, okay. a- and athletes and shit like that, they uh, talk to themselves in the third person. Where they go? How do you oh, mean? They go, oh, Tiger. Mm-hmm. You know, I do that. A lot. A lot of athletes do that. Um, and then I looked that up. Uh, apparently. Like highly effective people speak to themselves into in the third person. Yeah, that is probably a thing, isn't it? Where so mm-hmm. I've kind of started fucking around with that. Mm-hmm. Where like I get in my car and I go, Ben, you're gonna you're gonna. So what you're gonna do? You're just gonna go right down the freeway. You're gonna listen to some of your favorite music, and mm-hmm. when you get there, you're gonna you know do the work you need to do, and you're gonna figure it out because you can do that and right. blah blah blah. And I just like now I'm immediately like more confident in myself because mm-hmm. I feel like there's someone sitting next to me who's telling me I can do the thing I'm trying to do. Yeah. You know what that is? Is that I think that's a real thing. My therapist talked to me about this one time. It's called leading with the like in therapy. They talk about you have your inner child or whatever, and then you have an inner parent. Like there's kind of these two different personalities that exist with it. It sounds gay, but whatever. And that's kind of leading <laughs> with your parent where it's like, okay, Ben, you know, we're not going to eat. Eight nachos, eight things of nachos at midnight because you're going to feel do that terrible. with dieting. Yeah. So you're literally you're being your own parent. Like, hey, you know, you're going to feel bad, so let's not do that. And then that's allowing you to kind of exist and be happy. And there's something about saying your name too, right? I literally just do that when I talk shit about myself. <laughs> I, I literally, I really do. I uh, that's one of the reasons that I hate competitive sports mm. is because I, if I'm playing basketball and I'm not doing good because I've never tried to be good at it but I have an expectation that I'm supposed to be great. And then I'll just be with a group of people going, Kevin, you fucking idiot. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? God damn it. And then everybody's like, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. This is what successful people do. <laughs> and, uh, no, I really, that has been a problem. That That is a thing. I, I uh, That happens a lot. So it sounds like you just need to do it in reverse. Yeah. No, I, I'm the same as Jace where I just need to like myself because I fucking hate my guts and uh, it's annoying and I can conv- I can have all the yeah, facts. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I do like a lot of parts of myself, you know, a lot. Oh, so I'm very different than Jace. Um, but, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, you know, it's just it's fucking what life is. This is it. So I don't know how I got rid of like a lot of my self-hatred. But like after I quit drinking, it slowly went away just through. But I can't tell you how I did it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. That's kind of how I feel about getting rid of most of my anxieties. I don't know. I can't even really remember. I have like a memory of a memory of how I used to feel. Uh-huh. I just knew it was like, fuck, like it was like that all the time. But yeah. I, can't, I, I can't even tell you what, how the thoughts were like that all the time. Like everything anybody said was a potential nightmare anytime yeah. somebody might have not liked me was a nightmare all the time yes every every action is is a direct reflection of how people hate you. right exactly yeah. yeah getting lightly made fun of by a friend is proof that they are conspiring against yeah. me yeah. oh dude i uh the week after i met tim he said something on a podcast mm-hmm. i was a hundred percent convinced that he was talking shit about me right specifically and it was just like, I mean, it had to, t- I had to have a double take where I was just like, okay, settle down. You're a fucking psycho. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but there, I mean, that shit happens, you know, and it's, uh, it's all stems from just that, that self image. That's negative, that negative self image. Yeah. And a lot of ego type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. What, what are we at so far? We're probably two hours. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm, I'm more, I'm less about ego and more about egos. 
That's what you got to do. You know? Man, I want to throw the whole podcast out now. Well, if because you said that, <laughs> I'll t- next time you're feeling bad, get, get your then delete self, the entire episode right now. Get yourself a plate of egos. <laughs> no, and try to be sad. No. You know? Try blueberry. No. Give it a shot. No, <laughs> less ego, more ego. Delete it. <laughs> that's what yeah. I want to. That's the only thing I've ever wanted to bleep out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, uh, I think that I think that's it, right? We can just play the outro music. Um, did you want to say anything? No, I just want to point out that this whole podcast was uh, just designed to shut me down and just talk <laughs> shit about everything that I say. And I really appreciate that, guys. Thanks. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, see, guys, if you like the podcast, write a fucking review. <laughs> Oh God! They're gonna know I'm dumb.